think we're just going to start. Yeah, uh, session it. session three, the damned. So we've already got initiative roll, which is good, um, up on our initial ladder behind us. Um, I think we should just literally. Oh, we did. Oh, we need to determine our coin pool first. Um, everybody roll one d six. Do a recap for yeah. We'll do a little recap. Yeah, okay. here in just a moment. Any sixes? Three. A three. Two. Okay. Oh, All of us. Give, give, give us, give us, give us. Now they're going inside the the guts Ooh. of the mimic. Don't Man. peek. Hold on. Hold on. Just for those on the camera. Man. <laughs> there. I know, but um, we haven't heard a dice song. Yeah. Ladder, song ladder, so, uh, <laughs> what, I'm sure what people are seeing on the camera, which they can't see, is the mystery cloth that I use to cover up all of our terrain for a, situ a situation may happen. We don't know. We'll see what happens tonight. We're going to dodge the combat somehow. <laughs> it could happen. <laughs> um, but I think we should actually just jump right in and start talking about last game session. Yes, please. And it's been, it's been a couple weeks and we're playing every other week. So, <clears throat> um, if you recall, you would come to Bastion, and you discovered that Bastion was a literally a collection of wagons. It was not a, a a a place that was some fortified village or anything like that. But you came back um, with the sacred remnants, and you were tasked with you know you're supposed to return to Simon the Small. What happened while you were in Bastion? Uh, two of us moved on. Right? We met... We met people. <laughs> we spoke... We go, is, go. We, we spoke with a uh, Siobran woman. Uh, That's right. Who, you should have cards if yeah. you're forgetting names. Yeah, you're right. We do. My card hasn't come up yet, but... Uh, <laughs> you have a we card? Yeah, we that? talked to Alma the Apothecary. That's her name. Okay. Yeah. She's a Siabra. She's wearing no mask. No. That's right. <laughs> She wanted to talk with you more later. Yeah, we're gonna but, talk. Uh, we're gonna talk later. She didn't. She didn't much care for us being around for all the uh, questioning and whatnot. She just kind of wanted to take care of what we needed, right? Mm -hmm. Patch us up and get us out. Mending and laudanum and smelling salts and mm -hmm. other drugs you may need. Yeah, uh, and then uh, eventually we went to Simon Small, right? Anybody else? We well, spoke with Civil, uh, the arms master. That's right. It's one of the first people I think you saw, in fact, when you came up on Bastion. He has a cane and he wears rough spun wool. Yeah. Civil? Civil. Civil. Yes. Yeah. I got no cards, guys. You we sh we showed him our, our uh, um, lantern. Yeah. <laughs> no, we did not show him our lantern, but we, we showed him our uh, remnants. <laughs> yeah. And uh, he, we kind of had a discussion about what we were going to do next, either going with him and the others or staying behind to... Um, that is Simon the Small. That was Simon the Small. Yeah, okay, so right, you're, right. you're confusing a few people. So Civil um, was, in fact, Civil the Armsman, as he's called. Mm -hmm. He and a group called the Highwaymen um, are the protectors of the caravan, the protectors of Bastion. And um, he's the first people you kind of encounter when you came back here. And eventually you found your way to Simon the Small. But they are old ex-highwaymen. Yeah, they are literal highwaymen. Literal highwaymen. Yeah. Bastion, B-A-S-T-I-A-N. O-N. O-N. Like a bastion, like a, like a fortress. I finally remembered my notepad, so yeah, I'm, yeah. I gotta catch up with my notes. Yeah, you learned some things about Simon the Small too. You know that he was fully bandaged up, 
like head to toe. He's a leper. He's a leper, yes, and he wore the um, he wore the thin metal crown of a of an Eloranite. But he is the would be leader of Bastion. You talked to him a bit about loss of memory, uncertainty about the future. That's when Midden started. You know, the the season of ash is now falling everywhere. They talked to him about a few other things too. He's not trustworthy. He's not trustworthy. Yeah. Would you Would you learn while talking with him? Uh. That it was it was either we were to go with them and flee, flee because the 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 Templar, right? That's what he's called, or the, the, the brass, brass paladin. The brass, brass paladin. paladin. Okay, yeah, the brass paladin. Um, Same Z's. Is <laughs> is uh, after us basically, and um, is coming this way. And well, he's been so, after Bastion for a while now. Yeah. That's right. Not just the, not just because of this. Not just because of the remnant. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, the card, the character's card you have, and the highwayman. What's his name? Civil. 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 And um, the arms master. Yeah, civil. The shepherd of the um, highwayman mm-hmm. uh, is going to stay behind and um, distract the brass paladin and. That's right. Uh, we had a choice to make whether or not we would go with the rest of Bastion to uh, safety, um, or whether or not we would remain to encounter to um, what's the word I'm looking for? Confront the brass paladin. We chose confront. Yeah, we chose to remain I behind. Know I chose to remain. Did we all, or did we split? No, all of us are staying. We're staying. Okay. Yeah. We initially. Didn't agree, but we came together. Came to an accord. (laughs) Mm -hmm. A level-headed discussion. Yeah, Pipistrella definitely wanted to say. Yeah, Yeah, there's a... um, You have... You were all only alive because of Simon de Small and because of Bastion. The handful of people that are among the caravan. Um, And as Simon and the others pick up as the oxen begin to draw the eight or so wagons off into the distance out into the midden um, you were behind Um, where Bastion had set up is in the shadow of the teeth this impossibly tall cliffside um, that at the foot of it is this thicket of woods that have been untouched but since Bastion had settled here for the last few weeks, um, it was amid uh, kind of a series of old stony ruins. Um, something used to be here, you're not really sure what, um, but it was a safe place for a while at least to get away from the Brass Paladin. Um, but you know that he he is nigh. And um, Civil and the six highwaymen and a lot of you have chosen to stay behind to distract the paladin to give Simon the Small and all the other survivors of Bastion a head start. Um, they are heading to a place simply called Poyle. That's all you know, and it is to the west. And this is where we pick up. We pick up in the remnant. We pick up in the remnants of the encampment. Ash is still softly falling from the sky. 
it's gray and overcast today. And despite the fact that the sun has risen beyond the clouds, the looming shadow of the cliff and the proverbial teeth, as they are called, the wooden palisade hundreds of feet above, like reach down almost like a giant maw ready to swallow all of you. This is the barrier that keeps the Red Death and Galleon from the Eastern Kingdoms. In fact, it's where you learn Pepistrella is from. Right. He only told, she only told me. They may have been around when we were having that conversation. Okay. Yeah, that would have been the first any of you would have known, but you might have had your suspicions because she's... <laughs> kind of an oddball for Yeah. <laughs> it spills in picks this stuff up from reading lips and body language. Do you have a skill rank and eavesdrop, coincidentally? I'd like to ask you this. I don't know. I don't think so. Wait, would that be that'd be under trees? Uh, no, it'd be it's a skill. alphabetical eavesdrop. order. Yeah, it's a skill. Oh, yes, I do. Nice. Eavesdrop is what you typically use to read to 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 read um, body language. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. Scrutinize is what you would use to percept intent behind words. Okay. The meaning behind the, the meaning behind the words. But okay. eavesdrop is what you would use to be able to do that. So just a, just a point of uh, cool. yeah, just so you Thanks. know the future. But Pilsen's from the West too. Maybe. I don't think we. Are we not supposed to know the lore? Well, in this campaign, I'm sorry. You can suspect the lore. The, the challenge is that none of you remember anything. Like, you don't remember anything prior to awakening in the crypt where you recovered the sacred remnants. Like, it's. Okay, it's, we still have not gained our memories. Not. No, it's like the. the oh, your, complete amnesia. Not complete amnesia. Oh, okay. But you, the, 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 your, your history is cloudy. Like, there's bits and pieces you remember, but it's not entirely clear yet. Okay. Okay, sorry. No, 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 it's okay. Yeah. This is actually a really good setup because it allows us to kind of abandon one because we we may jointly know about the world lore, but things are different. And plus, it sets us up to let Paige and all of us experience the completely new. Okay. Yeah. So you can pull on old lore. You can feel free to do that and use that as a as a as a prompt for interaction. Right. Um, just know that uh, you know a lot of your memories are very very hazy. Okay. So Poil, P-O-Y-L-E. Got it. P-O-I-L-E. P-O-I-L. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I was just testing you guys, thanks. <laughs> so do we need to meet with Civil? Civil? You can see that the um, the Olm's old arms master is sitting <clears throat> on a stone, or sitting on top of a rock. He is on kind of a, a low overhang amid a thicket of trees. He's resting on the uh, the rock. He's made of the old graying beard and these very kind eyes. His uh, cane is resting across his lap, and you can see that um, beneath of his rough spun, you can see um, bits and pieces of mail. Male armor underneath of it. Looks a bit like Davos Seaworth, if you're familiar with Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. Kind of close cropped hair, salt and pepper beard, but very kind eyes. Very kind eyes. So, what's your plan? Well, he says, 
He's kind of surveying the encampment. I suspect that when the Brass Paladin comes, he will come from there. He picks up his cane and he points across the encampment. And you can see amid this ashen-strewn field, there are these freestanding pillars of an old collapsed building. Like tall pillars, soaring pillars. Um, where some, some still stand. This is where the road comes through to the encampment. From here, we could get good vantage should he approach from that direction. Should he come from the west, as he points to his cane toward where you can still see the wagon train of Bastion departing. That would be a different story. Fortunately, we have the shadows of the teeth, as he raises his cane behind him. And this cops the trees behind us. So, when the paladin comes, and who he comes with, we'll have no... But have no choice but to pass through here. And he points down toward the encampment from the escarpment. We have advantage up here. But not many can stand up here. Well, we learned something. Do we know why he's after us? Or alive? Doesn't matter between him and Simon the Small. <coughs> I cannot say. Mm. I owe my life to Simon. And I'm willing to lay it down for him and the others to live. Same. That's why we're here. Bastion should live on. What did we learn beforehand? The Red Death. We fought them. We told you. Oh, yes. They, they will return to unlife or reanimate themselves. We have to set them on fire. Aye. The damned walk freely in Galeon. When you kill them, you have to set them on fire. They will come back. Come with me. Let's go to the fire. Warm up a bit. I have a few things to talk with you about. Okay. He kind of walks off the rock and kind of comes down off the escarpment and begins to head toward where the large bonfire had burning for, been burning for two weeks here. Um, and you see it's still blazing. Not hot, but low. The husks that wonder about Galeon. Simon, speak to ye of the soul and the spirit. He did a little bit. I don't know if I get... I don't know how much of that, I believe. He places his hand upon, um, upon Thomas over his chest on his heart. Right here the warmth of his hand with his kind blue eyes this is where this is where the spirit lives not the soul but the spirit that which allows us to take in the ether and to move and live the damned their souls have departed but their spirit remains hardened like salt in the center he kind of taps you in the center of the chest You've seen this before, I trust. In the corpses. I hold one of the balls up. When the damned are quieted, the spirit hardens like a rock. Calcified soma, as Simon's come to call it. So, when we were down below, we came across the damned. Is he, does he travel 
in concert with them? Does he work in concert with them? Because we went into his estate, right? We did. Do you they're he, all there. Do you think he would bring them here? We don't know. We've heard the rumbling of the Paladin's hooves. We have seen his brass armor on the horizon. We have seen that he walks with torchbearers. And torchbearers always bring husks. You'll know them by the torch they bear above their head. Cursed as they are, the husks always follow behind. And the torchbearers serve the paladin. Well, if you'd let me have one of those, I could put it to use in keeping them at bay. I'm going to have all of them. Aye. A moment before you commit to such an action. <coughs> Simon has taught us much of Galeone. Some of its secrets, some of it shared with others. And I think it's time that you understand one of the first secrets of Soma. This spirit, that which allows us to move, that provides locomotion for the damned, it can be used in desperate situations. He extends his hand to take one of the Soma from you. Okay. I, uh, uh, has many of them, but I am not going to say that there's one. Yeah. We were care. we, yeah, you're carrying the, your, I have, your sheet has all of them. I have six, but I'm going to kind of take one and hide it and just be like, here's all the Somas. I was just going to hand you one. You ha how many do you have? None. You have every one of them. Okay. I just want to keep one to myself and not tell. Okay. lady. listen true. The first secret of Soma crusheth in hand when the time is right and you'll be filled with vigor that you've never felt before. Hmm. But be wary. That old spirit, its tendrils still linger here between now and forever. Curious. That is the first secret of Soma. So, you've all learned a secret. In fact, the first secret of Soma, you all gain this. If should you choose to use Soma in this fashion, you may do this. So is the corruption the what you're just talking about is what <laughs> is lingering? Yeah. So we'll be like, yeah. <laughs> so what's the effects, Nick? Ooh, I'm pretty crush the calcified Soma in hand. Add 1d6 to weapon damage and 1d10 to fire and magic damage for one hour. You gain nine corruption as a result. Alright. I mean... To quiet the damned... Well, if Galleon is ever to return to the way it was, if it ever could, they must be quieted. And among the damned, you will find the Soma. Are the torchbearers living? In a fashion, I suppose. 
They wear the skins of us. Hardened from the weather. The husks desire nothing more than to live inside us. To reclaim their soul. By eating ours. To fight their way into our very bodies. Yeah, we saw that. The torch bearers stand above the husks. The torch is a symbol of victory. You will know them. You will see their hardened skin as they wear the suits of men. Getting <clears throat> like so much stuff. You kill the torch bearers? Does it discourage the other ones? Can I say I've ever met? I've never fought the torchbearer before. So the torchbearer wears people. Aye. You saw them trying to get into us. You saw that they were capable of even without anyone around to guide them. No torchbearer in the us that we fought. No. Yeah. They seem know, just... they seem okay to. Not bothering you too much as long as you don't disturb them. Uh, yeah, that's that's. They don't true. like loud noises. But I don't want an army after us. <laughs> an army of them. How do you kill the torchbearer? He's never fought one. You've guessed as you, good as mine. Do you have an idea of? I guess. Say what you mean. I'm trying to think of... They have, like, a flame. They have a husk. Do we throw them together? Alright. I think the first thing I'd try is stick the pointy end inside them. <laughs> the husk is certainly vulnerable to fire. If you don't, they will not be quieted properly. I wonder if... They will clamor to their feet. If the torch goes out, maybe it will weaken them. Maybe the torch has some kind of... Hold on them. I wouldn't count on it. I don't know. The light is a beacon meant to attract other husks and their endless death march across Galleon. So put out the torches with the husks. But to kill them. That's it. Mm-hmm. Or whatever it is, take their soma. To quiet the soul. To quiet the spirit. Sorry, correction. To quiet the spirit is the way that we know to take the husk down as for the torchbearer, I cannot say. The red death's curse persists. I think the most important... So, but we know that... So, if we crush this, we release that thing's spirit, and then it's, it haunts wherever it, we use it for the rest of time. That memory will haunt you, Yes. The tendrils that continue to fight to stay behind. Bereft of a soul, the spirit is wild, unkept, unchained. Imagine what you would be like if you had no soul. I can't. Even in the godless lands, he concludes. Spirit is still important. The brass paladin is our primary foe. He's unrelenting. The husks 
they'll lose their way. They're legion. There'll always be more of them. But the Brass Paladin, he comes after us with a purpose. We take him out, and Bastion's safe. At least for now. Is anything else at all known about the Brass Paladin other than he's been after us? Perhaps a night's rest will unlock some of our old memories. They protected these. I can I can help with that. Does a keeper of the sacred remnants charged by the Mercator for some important task, that's for sure. Can we saw the walls. You saw on the walls. Yes. He was raised from a common farmer to become what he is. Yes, so say, so say the triptychs in the temple. That is a very familiar story to me somehow. Yes, as soon as I saw it, I... It's almost as if I had been told that when I was younger. Although it didn't match up... Like, something in my memory didn't match up right. <clears throat> I don't know what exactly, though. But there is some familiarity. We yeah. trust everything you read in a book. Do we have time to rest? We suspect that if they are to come, it will be tonight. <clears throat> Night. About what time is it now? Midday. At least we'll see him coming. Well, I guess we should rest. Then. Should you survive? Should we survive? I suggest that you speak to Beatrix once we arrive back, once we come to Boyle. She is a bastion. She's a bookbinder. She has, he scratches his head, helped me remember things. Beatrice the bookbinder. Guess what, Tim? You get your first card. Here's Beatrix. Beatrix! Beatrix. Yay. Beatrix kiddo. <laughs> I got a read on this guy. I, you know, obviously I, I don't know him. Mm -hmm. And I've been listening to him talk for some time. Let's see if he's been trying to mislead us or something like that. Okay. Uh, go ahead and roll a standard scrutinized test. Okay. Alright, so that's a 58% chance to succeed. And that is a success. It seems that he's being honest enough at least maybe he's holding something back because he knows he's about to die maybe something else is foremost in his mind hmm. whether or not he he and the others will survive your relationship with civil has been well civil <laughs> that is why he is called that as with many others here in bastion he has forgotten his name Are you all familiar with the custodian? Oh, you're talking honestly about this person. I know of her. Well, then you may remember that she, she is the god, the goddess of death, dreams, and prophecy. And so, if we're wishing to have good dreams, <coughs> I'd like to know if I could say a prayer to her. My sleep tonight will be dreamless. I'm, I've taken some 
I'm going to be taking this opium that Alma gave me. So that's not a no. I have. I wouldn't begrudge your prayer. Have at it. Thank you. And like she, (laughs) she like touches you on the arm, not like hitting on you, but just like a familiarity that is kind of strange for a religious person. Um, And uh, she, she actually looks kind of excited and digs in in her belongings and pulls out a censure and some incense and she starts to light it and burn it and it smells of jasmine and she kind of spins in a circle and the the censure kind of makes this weird pattern that she's developed um, from spinning it and uh, the incense surrounds us all as she starts praying to the custodian as she's praying for the blessing of restful dreams as Pillison kind of steps back away from it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, do the two of you stay? Yeah. Yeah. Anything can help. <laughs> right. It's not going to hurt me. I don't have much belief in anything. <laughs> What's the difficulty? Uh, it's going to be standard. It smells good. Sorry, routine, my apologies. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> hey. Routine. Uh, I've got that. Yeah. 76. Which is critical. <laughs> 77. Ah, ah, critical <laughs> failure. <laughs> oh my god. Explain to me what happens on a critical failure. Oh, cool. <laughs> you do not recover peril from sleep. Okay. Oh, we weren't going to. Way to go. You do not recover any peril from sleep. I'm glad I backed away. Yeah. So you're going to try to get some winks in before preparation this evening. What about yourself, um, Ms. Billison? What do you want to do? Uh, I, I don't need much sleep. Um, I tend to kind of... Uh, the warrior in me wants to just be at the ready. And so I kind of keep my eye in the distance. I'm relaxing, but I'm just... Yeah. I'm not sleeping. Got it. Okay. I will take my opium and get my 40 wings. Same. Yeah. Uh, quick point of clarification on opium before you decide to take it. Oh, I think man. you should know something because if you're not going to recover barrel, that may not be a good idea. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, opium, uh, to clarify, uh, whenever you take opium, I need to find the chapter here. Why am I drawing a blank? Um, After ingestion, you fall unconscious for an hour. Actually, nothing. That's it. You okay. can take it, though. Yeah. I'll take um, it, then. Okay. Yeah, what the spell is supposed to do is um, allow you to recover to unhindered, no matter what. Mm-hmm. You know, so if we're sleeping in an unsafe place, which I would call this an unsafe place, you know, we would have been able to yeah. get to unhi- unhindered. Yeah. Yep. One percent off made all the difference. Mm-hmm. Well, um... It's a, it's a, it's a deep, deep sleep, especially if you get a corruption because you took opium. Mm-hmm. Um, as for the rest of you, the, um, the, uh, the, the day will carry on, and um, we kind of move quickly to the next six hours. And um, by the time you awaken.
Mark. Do we recall anything of our past lives somewhere? Uh, you, you slept so deep from the opium and <laughs> it was fairly restless off. and nothing really comes to you. You awaken to the rumbling of thunder across the horizon. And you can hear the the thicket of trees kind of leafless rattling together. Every once so often you can see a flash of lightning on the horizon. Let's pray the brass paladin's horse breaks its ankle in the mud and the lightning strikes his ridiculous brassy armor. <laughs> the, uh... It is dark, um, and although it is the season of ash, there is not any rain that's fallen yet, but the encampment is now uh, cast in the light of these burning, this huge burning bonfire, like a massive burning bonfire from where you were before. You could feel the heat coming off of it. Um, not far from where you're at, you can see these standing pillars that um, Sybil spoke about across the encampment. Uh, where torches have been fixed into five of the six standing pillars. The highwaymen kind of meander about the encampment. Sybil is with a lantern on top of the as the top of the rocky escarpment where he was before, where he was sitting with his cane in his lap. You could hear him kind of rhythmically um, using a whetstone over his blade up there. So. I had dozed off just a scotch, but the 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 storm really revved me up. The the fire has me just like worked up mm-hmm. right now. So okay. I'm I'm on alert, just for no reason. Will you watch too? So the question is, um, if you're kind of keeping watch, do you will watch to the west where the caravan left to? Or do you want to watch to the east toward the ruins where Sybil believes the paladin will come to? Um, I'm kind of watching towards the pillars. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just where my attention was really drawn to. Mm-hmm. I'm, I would like to do something in preparation for the coming battle. Yeah. I'm going to use my gravedigger spade to make some human-sized holes from the direction where the, we think the paladin may be coming. Um, it's kind of a, a way to funnel them in one direction. So um, each hole will take me about five minutes to dig. Oh, nice. So um, since it is a human-shaped hole, I'd like to dig it not like horizontal, but vertically down. So if someone were to step into it, it would uh, be... Oh, I can't do that because it digs graves, not it holes. Graves. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the graves digger's okay. spade will will dig a human-sized hole for you to lay someone to rest. It is, of course, a grave digger's spade. Okay. Well, I will do that anyway. Okay. Um, uh, in the hopes that um, we can kind of make it to where um, Pipistrella and I can kind of coordinate with her uh, warding spell and, and the holes to like make it so we will have a better chance at better odds yeah. in the coming fight. So this is where? Are you sure? Uh, I reckon. I, I, I'm, 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 I wouldn't call myself a master of warfare, but uh, I, this is my best guess. I, I can try. making all the preparations that direction, <laughs> I'm going to be looking the other direction. The 
quest. Uh, is this yeah. is this where we should? Like, she... I, I will I will I will try. I will, if I need to make a warfare test, yeah. I, will, I will attempt to do, make my best guess. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and make a um, routine warfare test. Okay. So that will be a fifty-two percent chance to succeed, flip to fail, and that is a critical fail. A critical fail. Yes. Oh, <laughs> that's two critical failures already tonight. Yeah, well, wow. Starting off right. Maybe that's why I, my character is already like stressed edge. out because I knew how bad this was gonna get. The storm has got me. <laughs> yeah, got me uh, you're, worried. You're a bit shook. So he's he's you know he's obviously told you what his intention is to do. You're all a little uncertain of it, but he's a bailiff after all. Maybe he knows what he's doing. Yeah. <laughs> So, of course I know what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, I'm limited to, uh, let's see here, um, a three-yard line, so I'm just going to find some places where, you know, we're thinking they're coming from, and then if if there's, like, pillars that are three yards apart, then I can do that, or if it's a hole in a pillar or something like that, I can do this three times total. That's how many reagents I have. How long is the? How wide is this road? Well, it's an old, a very, very old path. Um, it's clear that one time uh, this was this kind of irregular shaped cobblestone that was laid, laying across the, to form a highway of a sort. Um, it's maybe ten feet wide. It actually passes between the ruins of the building. The end of the road was built after the ruins were here. Ten feet wide. Ten feet, that's a one, roughly. one foot bigger Roughly. Than... <laughs> oh, okay. Roughly, to be clear. <laughs> roughly. That's just, it's only one foot you have to defend. Well, they may or may not cross anyway. It's, it's hard sure. to say. Yeah, but... Um, yeah, so she will go ahead and um, lay that down. Um, Already? Huh? Do we want to wait to lay that down and... When we know what direction they're actually coming from, how long they were waiting for what? It lasts for what eight eight hours? You said. Yeah, but then she was like, "I suppose we would see them coming from a long way away." And what direction they'll be coming from? I'm gonna concentrate, see, and I'm gonna step away from the bonfire so I can see further. Anything you want to do in preparation besides watch the east? You do have spells. Well, I was trying to figure out. Okay. I'm just trying to figure out what things are still. So I, I don't think I have the, any spells that can do anything. So I got Hush, hush and Witch Sight. That doesn't okay. do anything right now. I really have no way other than just being on... What's okay. Yellow Tabard again? I'm sorry, what was that again? Yellow Tabard? I forget what that it's is. It's like a shirt type thing. Yeah, it's like a, like a big piece of cloth with a hole in it that someone wears over their it's back like, and it's, front. It's kind of like... The medieval, medieval equipment of like a letterman's jacket. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. That's a really good description. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Okay. I really don't have anything that I can do other than just be uh, really watching what's going on. I'm. I'm. I find myself kind of staying away from everyone a little bit and kind of keeping an eye on what's going on and being involved. But I'm also 
keeping like a side eye. Okay, so maybe out. amid the ruins as opposed to close to the encampment of the ruins. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, I'm not going too far away, but I'm not staying very close. I'm kind of like skirting the edge of both. Okay. So I, I side. Can you both want to be with an eyesight at the bonfire? I do, but I want to be at, at least so I can see. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know the bonfire is going to. Can I have my oh question? Yes. As Paige. Uh, so I have a mask of fear, but I have this whole list of masks. No, you have but one mask. The so mask I, of fear. how do I get other masks? You is, don't. Oh, so the you ma- you only have one. That's correct. So that my mask character. Is, yeah. So that mask was important for some reason to the Siabran kindred you were with. Okay. It was representative above the ancestor that you worshipped. It's almost I like party to face. I knew that uh, because it was saying that it gets changed with certain things, so I didn't know if I would have a mask to change. If you uh, give me your that sheet, I will create a visual aid for you to remember what you have by removing everything but the mask of fear. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> well, I think yeah. what threw me off was... Uh... So what you can do with this, I think that, you know, once again, to kind of help you kind of keep things in one place... Oh. I think you should tape this, and I think there's tape around here. I have I have my folder. Yeah, you should. Uh, here's okay. tape. Okay, so I, I guess I didn't read this. So you have a headdress or mask that embodies a single expression important yeah. to your kindred. So can I see your character sheet real quick? Uh, oh, this Yes, your folder. So what we're gonna do to kind of fix this? Okay, that, I was just, stuck on We're just going to place this on your sheet. Okay. Um, so you always remember that you have it. I um, like visuals, so... Yeah. That makes more sense now. So, because yeah. I was getting confused on that. So, my mask of fear, which so, I like. Yeah, so the... This is technically a talent or a trait. You actually okay. already had it here. You had it written down. I, I, I had it written down, I but I was I was imagining yes. it imagining it as a uh, like a tool in my kit where I could take in my head. I would eventually have another mask and I would switch in and out of the mask. No, oh, no, uh, yeah. no. Okay. So uh, to be clear, uh, all mechanically, all ancestries get one ancestral trait. That means not all dwarves are good at axes. Not all elves are great at using bows, things like that. I remember that. Um, okay. There's no, there's no monoculture thing like that. Um, but specific to the, the kindred your Siapra was a part of, the ancestor whose name you don't remember, right. um, the mask of fear is what the kindred wore. Okay. So as a human, my ancestral trait is danger sense. So whenever I would be surprised, I could spend a fortune point and then take my turn instead. So that's the bonus that I get, That's and then your mask is the bonus that you get. Right, okay, that makes sense now. Uh, I was in a di- whole different headspace with the mask, yeah. mm-hmm. thinking about how that affected me. But I, uh, now, now that makes more sense, and I'm able to kind of hone in on a few little characteristics a little bit easier, because I was going, how is this gonna work? Okay, uh, page, page gone. Let's <laughs> this into back. So you're you're kind of waiting at this point, watching for what may happen. Um, Clovis, where? Are you? Oh, sorry, um, my apologies. So Clovis is to the west, is Philemon's to the east, amid the ruins. What about Tama? Oh, I was just digging. Okay, just digging. So you're near the near the ruins. Near, yeah, near the ruins. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
And then what about yourself, Pipistrella? Are you also near the room? Yeah, I mean... Uh, I'll give you a turn on the shovel if you want. <laughs> she'll, she'll Can't do it. Oh, it's just it's mine. Sacred remnants can only be ensconced. Yeah. Oh, and that's it's right, a ritual right, right. to ensconce it. She'll uh, uh, just start digging like it's an ordinary shovel. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and she just starts putting her back into it. Not really complaining or anything, but this she's, is, not, she's not making much progress. <laughs> may, maybe I should just take over. Right? Yeah. Oh, are, Something, are you sure? It ain't quite right. Something you have learned... Something you remembered when you were in the crypt, and you don't remember ensconcing any of these remnants to yourselves. It is literally a ritual to be able to utilize, to unlock this power of this remnant, this this ancient power that's tied to it. And you know that you can only ensconce but one to yourselves. That ritual is known both to Aspilicent and Pipistrella, the ensconcement ritual. That is how, if you discover more sacred remnants, you can bind them literally to yourself, to your, to your, to your spirit. Like this. Yes. Is that what you're talking about? Yeah. So I can have more than one. Not it's, right now. Well, essentially, like eventually. Yeah. Okay. You is, can you can certainly carry more than one, but is my you, thimble you cannot... also one? Because I have that for hush. I brought it. No, no that's just to hush. be clear. Uh, just just to be clear, sacred remnants. Are magic items. They're relics that only you can use only one after ongoing the ensconcer ritual. Mm -hmm. You can carry as many as you like if you, for some reason, you find more, but you can't take advantage of them unless you ensconce it to yourself. Okay. And when you ensconce a ritual, once you ensconce one sacred element, the other one cannot be utilized until you ensconce it again. Interesting. Okay. You can only ensconce your sacred element once every 24 hours. Okay. Should you reach intermediate tier, you can ensconce two. Can we say ensconce just one more time? Please? Um, what what do you do with what do you do with this? Do you ensconce it? What does Pisari's Ren do for you? It lets me go, right. and then I go like that. Yeah, And then it goes. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I know. Yeah, it's pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> So okay. yeah, so the two of you know that ritual. Should okay. anything, should any, should you encounter, should you find either sacred remnants? But for now, um, you have once again, you have you have taken these things from the temple, the brass paladin. It's where you learned that um, the damned seem to meander about aimlessly until awakened by loud sounds, um, and at um, some point. Um, as you will awaken and begin your preparations, you can see that Sybil is still on top of the escarpment. He's watching to the west. And you're beyond the bonfire out in the fields, kind of watching out that way. Um, Tomah, you're still digging holes. Aspilicent, you're amid the ruins. And then Pipistrella's out there as well. So, um, at some point, um, with an hour or two, uh, you see light out on the horizon to the east. Out in the darkness, I should say. No. I kind of I kind of realize that there's something and I turn to look at it. Yeah. Well, it's pitch black out there. Um, where you're standing, you're amid these tall, stony pillars that are burning with these kind of torches. Um, you can see what looks like a pair of lights. 
hear of lights kind of bobbing out in the distance. Maybe, gosh, who knows how far out. Imagine they, seeing a campfire through the woods. Are they um, bobbing simultaneously, or are they bobbing like that? Like, can you tell that there's two, or maybe there's two things on one? Ah, yeah, so you can roll a challenging scrutinize test to see if you can intuit that. Uh, sorry, uh, you roll uh, percentiles and um, the d10. So this one too. So it's 50. And I got 65. You can retry it if you want to spend a fortune point. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and do it. Okay, okay. thank you. I'll take that. 53! <laughs> You're really unsure. I mean, it's there. The lights are pretty far out there. Okay. Um, from where you're at, um, from where you're kind of looking at, you can feel that uh, Pipistrel is behind you, but and then of course um, Toma is still digging holes, but you don't see Clovis. Okay. Um, I'm gonna look around and see if anyone notices the the lights. No. Who's closest to me? Well, Estrella is, of course. Hi. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're right. Behind. She's wearing her her wimple. You two can see the lights out there. What? <laughs> I, I I take my claw and I go. There's two of them. There. I thought it was one. She rubs her eyes. Oh, uh, hey, Tama. Hmm? There's, there's two lights. Looks out in the distance. You can, you can see two bobbing up and down. Hmm. Should I draw the lines? Let's draw the lines. I'll, we'll find Clovis. Here, here, and here. You're reckoning as good as mine. So, you passed on. it between the pillars. Yeah, yeah. Um, Casting it multiple times? Well, it would just be however much it would take to like basically try and do the best I can to um, coverage with what, yeah with the, what's the uh, okay the, the, I have three reagents that are expendable that it, and each each segment is three yards wide. Okay. So she she would try to you know find like two items that are solid like two pillars or something like that and mm -hmm. do her best to um to do some coverage but she's not a tactician so you know um you know whenever if something happens you can just put them there and okay. we'll see okay. what happens so okay well um the wind tugs a bit at your clothing. Um, you're still out on the western horizon. No one's notified you at this point, Clovis. Um, it's you're a little unsure what's going to happen, but it's going to be a challenging test for your first one. Okay, so then um, she's going to be praying and um, uh, you know, no reason to reach out to other gods yet. 
Okay. And um, so challenging is going to be 56%. And an 89 won't do it. Mm. The, uh, the salt kind of fits at you. How many points do we yeah. have? Oh, we have um, maybe three left. Should I do it? Do it. All right. I'm going to okay. re-roll at 56%. Reach into the... Yeah. I like that. Where'd and you get it? A 13 is a success. Okay. You lay the salt across the ground and you um, sing the hymn, and um, it seems to work. Okay, so you all can see a very, those from among the camp, we can see a very faint blue line along the ground, a barrier. Whatever you do, don't, don't cross it. I think I'm going to go get Clovis. I was already getting him. Oh, you already, oh, okay. Almost breathless, Tamah approaches you, Clovis. They're coming. Way off in the distance. See them with the fires. Alright. So you think here's the next one? Nice good one? I found a good spot then. I'll pull out my crossbow. Do you want to be down in the encampment, or do you want to be up with Sybil in the in the forest? Um, in the overlook. Or do you want to be in the ruins? Basically, I have three places to choose from. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in the ruins because I'm gonna have to burn bodies at some point. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I set up with your crossbow in the ruins then. Uh, what about yourself? I'll, I'll tell the same. I will uh, ready my hunting. Uh, I'm sticking with Pipistrella, and I have a, da- I have a staff. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to have my staff ready, and I'm going to hang out with Pipistrella. Pipistrella, you cast your next spell? Yep. Okay. Uh, it's going to be challenging. Challenging. Uh, you know, didn't have a reason to, to start praying to other gods yet, so we'll go with 56%. And a 72 won't do it. We're going to let it fail this time. And then the last time, she's going to pray to the steward and the martyr and all of them, even though this is a prayer specifically meant for the custodian, Mm -hmm. as she's going to channel for two steps. Okay. Go ahead. uh, It makes it a routine spell, routine test, and roll 2D chaos, 2D6 chaos dice with it. Yep. This is going to be fun, as it's going to be 76. No sixes. My, I place my staff and, and I just watch. A thirty percent success. Nice. So two of them were successful. So with the completion of that next spell, that is a kind of faint blue line, which leaves a gap, unfortunately, amid the ruins. Um, you can see uh, at first these these this pair of lights, and as they kind of get closer to your military minds, in the case of Clovis. Uh, you realize the light is a little too high. Like it's not held in front of somebody. And as they grow closer, you can see this arm that's been twisted and wrenched out of its socket at a gross angle, almost like a shepherd's crook. This torch is being held aloft by this thing uh, that's covered head to toe in buzzing gnats. But the smell of lilies still 
seem to seem to um, seem to smell something's coming from that direction. And with those two torchbearers, you realize they must be the torchbearers that um, Sybil was talking about. Um, it, there is a throng of husks. The folk who look like their flesh has been stripped away and there's only muscle beneath it, just the, the thin muscles you would see of somebody instead of a anatomy book. Um, walking very slowly but in concert together. And directly behind them, at first you don't see him. You only hear the soft clop, clop, clop of like these heavy iron shod hooves um, and then you can hear the clattering of plate and armor on the back of this massive storm horse and the light of the torches of the torch bear reflect back into fleeting shadows upon this massive man who's wearing this full plate uh, munitions plate helmet and armor that looks like tarnished brass, like brass that hasn't been polished in ages. Yet it still seems to capture the light and, and almost like there's this kind of golden look to him as the brass paladin is directly in their wake. He uh, he seems to hold a fist outward and snaps his fingers. You can hear the metal scrape against metal and the torchbearers stop. And the husks stop right in the midst of the ruins. Not too far from where you're at. Uh, Pipistrella says, greetings. The torchbearers kind of look to one another like with this strange cleverness to them. And they kind of step aside with the torches kind of wrenching over. <laughs> and you can see the husks kind of fall almost in league with them, like like bees falling behind their, their queen. They part, creating a almost like a curtain of flesh opening up. And the brass paladin begins to slowly ride forward between them, leaving them behind him. He's maybe five yards now from where you had lain the the spell. Hail! You hear kind of ring from beneath the helmet. Name is Pipistrella Clavager. The visored helmet. You can't see his eyes or his face. There's just it's a beaked helmet with like these vicious looking slats inside of it. These holes, like breather holes. You can hear him <sighs> breathing in the metal. Simon the Small. Simon is not here. Where hath he gone? He's gone onward. But I have a few questions for you. If you'd grant me a moment. I have no quarrel with you, Clavager. I kind of position myself closer to Pipistrella. Okay. The two of you are in the ruins too? Mm-hmm. Are you hit? There's a lot of long shadows around here. There's yeah, a lot of long shadows. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 
Do you want to try to hide as well? I mean, if it's free. Yeah, absolutely. We're not fighting at this point, but you have, because the ruins, like, there's, I mean, it's dark out. And the torch still really casts a lot of good light. And there's long shadows of the pillars. And the bonfire is like 14 yards behind you in the camp. And as you look over your shoulder, you can barely see the, the glint of the metal inside of Sybil's cane as he locks it in place. And you can start to see that the highwaymen are kind of fanning out amid the encampment. And they too are staying in the shadows, leaving only the two of them in the light. Okay. The two of you are going to hide. It's an easy stealth test. What were you? I'm sorry. What were you doing, Melissa? I'm just standing oh, yeah, closer success. to Pipstrella. Okay. Um, I'm just kind of in in uh, third tonight. Did you roll critical failure? I did. Oh, oh my god. god! I succeeded. Oh wow! Holy Ouch. moly! Yep. Wow, that's okay. Hopefully um, we're getting them all out now. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> I obviously kick some rocks. Yeah, you kick some rocks and kind of you you kind of spill out almost, not like completely like in the middle of like the light, but you you kind of you miss you miss kind of you 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 misinterpret where the shadows really are at and maybe the winds shift and the torchlight moves and you suddenly find yourself kind of naked and exposed in the light as you realize you've got your crossbow is that right yeah crossbow arbalus crossbow arbalus oh yeah the fucking big one like the the one that takes like the crank and the strip to chick, 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 to lock a bolt into like a big crossbow this is the version of the Arnold Schwarzenegger uh, like gun from Predator. Yes. That's like a giant. It's a, it's an armsman's crossbow that you would huh. find on somebody who would be on the the top of like a mantlet or a wall defending against invaders. Something that you you stole a long time ago. Mm-hmm. It is of Gintish make, but it is this did not belong to you. When that happens, Pipistrel will try and speak up right away and say. Yeah. Surely you didn't think I would stand here without some semblance of protection while I try and talk with you. I kind of, like, I have flowy clothes on, so I kind of, when Pipistrella speaks up, I kind of flutter it to kind of create, like, a sound to maybe distract him back and ruffle the noise up so that they're not, like, distracted. Yeah, so you you do that. And, I, and normally I would just be like, hey, roll an intimidate test. Unfortunately, unfortunately he critically failed. failed. So I, uh, I you, tried. You, you see that the brass paladin's kind of beaked brass helmet kind of like, it kind of looks toward Clovis and toward and Pipistrella and Espilicent, uh, but it's very clear that Tama has found the right place to hide. At least one of us did. <laughs> what are thou words? Well, you are originally not from these lands, am I correct? There's a pause, like a pregnant pause. I'm from beyond the teeth. Yes, so am I. But I am forsworn to Galeon. Well, uh, as a paladin, I would not try to dissuade you from what you, what you were sworn to. And you are a servant of the gods, no? The gods are dead, he says. That's what I'm often told. But 
I do not believe they are. How does thou find thyself amid Simon the Small? I'm looking for my father. His name was Orwell Clappager. All the fathers of the war are dead and buried. Perhaps so. I have yet to find his grave. The grave would be enough. Would you remember him coming this way? Last I heard, he went to Galeon. Soil has been spilt from here to the city of Ghent. Many middling swordsmen have met their end at the end of another blade. It would be hard-pressed not to find a grave should simply one throw a stone. You would, look among, you would look among a thousand thousand graves before you would find your fathers. This is why I specifically looked for you. Because the last I had heard, yours was the last place he had went to. There's something at his waist, Toma, that you immediately recognize. And there is this kind of like lightning strike of fear with the rumbling of the thunder. He bears the blade that has brought low many, many bloodlines. He bears a sword called Widowmaker. Thou hast traveled the wrong way. Here at the teeth, as he kind of raises a mailed arm toward the vast shadow beyond. Because obviously, you know, in the middle of a storm, you can see kind of like the low-hanging clouds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you can see this vast black shadow with literally the palisades of teeth almost looking like a Marini to swallow everyone here. Thou must look to the west. I'm just standing as stoically as I can next to Pipistrella. Pipistrella. I... I appreciate your assistance. Thou as an armsman, do you service Simon the Small? He looks toward Clovis at this point. Are you going to bark all night or are we going to do this? Bap! Oh, you're just going to fire? Yep. Okay. Yes! <laughs> okay. Um, so, before you do that... A spill isn't just got a little, like, a little... We need to do something. Wow, I didn't expect that. Okay. Um, so, here's what we're, we're going here to for. do. I love and it. this is everybody must assist with this, and you must do this very carefully. Okay. Everyone will grab an edge of the cloth. You will lift, and you will move. Do not upset the camera above it. Okay. We will lift carefully, and we will bring it... We're folding it toward in. Fold it in. Don't hit the camera. Bring it toward me. And here is what we see. Uh-oh. Oh, those are actually supposed to be found. Leave them there. That's okay. right. Okay. And I think to make this right, we need wow. to first... Wow. Uh, wow. Wow. Is that the... Uh, it's my Owen Wilson. The Owen Wilson has the same. Wow. Wow. amazing. So, um, you will see that um, here is your burning fire. Uh, next, uh, you should see at the far end uh, of the table, there are four figurines. Oh, yes. One corresponds to each of your figures. These are just stand-ins until we can actually get full figures. Um, so, if you would do you hand them to me, and I will place them yeah, where you really kind of good. indicated where you're going to be. I figured that one was mine. Yeah, it is. It has a wimple and stuff. Oops, sorry. This is you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a big sword, didn't you? Mm -hmm. I, I got a big, I got a big sword. I got a swihander. <laughs> yeah. 
Tomas. That's right. Clovis. Mm-hmm. Pipistrella. And that's Millicent. Yep. And uh, I will rotate this around here real quick. You see right here is where your fortune tokens are. This is cool. Inside the mimic. Um, and then for everybody else, <laughs> well, uh, he's right about here. Our torch bears are at his flank. Like so. And five husks are kind of behind. Are these the actual pieces or these are just stand-ins? Close enough. <laughs> like with all things. Yeah. So I will first note that um, because uh, <laughs> be because um, Toma chose to dig a ton of graves around here and there's a lot of long shadows and light in the torches that if you choose to use a movement action anytime you move anywhere on the map you must succeed a coordination test or else or else fall into one of these pits I'm not going to mark the pits because there's just yeah, we can abstract it. We can abstract it, exactly. Yeah. That makes um, it easy. It, it should, yeah, it'll make it a little easier. And just, and to be fair, I think we will, I think we will, we'll be a little more specific. I have no idea where they are. We will, we will, uh, we will say that they're only in the runes. So, should you decide to move backwards or something like that, Back you're not going to, to risk anything. Okay. So, my recommendation now, before we do any dice rolling, is for everyone to pull out their actions and combat sheet. Because remember last time in a fight, we used abstractive distances and stuff. Now we have actual figures we can move, and we're going to teach Paige. Yep, we're going to teach Paige a little bit about how to use figures on a board because it is different than abstraction. The first thing you need to know is basically it's like chess. If you are going to move your figure, once you take your fingers off your figure on the board, that is where they stay. Okay. There's no take backsies on that. Okay. Um, but we'll work through that with you because. Your battle buddy is going to be Adam. Mm -hmm. Okay. And it looks like at this point. But you can also do this. Dan, can I go one, two, three, four, five, like this? And he'll say, Yeah, you can move like that, but you can't move diagonally. Yeah, no diagonal movements on the board. So that's the another important thing to remember is that we never use diagonal movements because of space because of spatial issues. So no bishops. That's correct. Okay. Correct. No bishops. <laughs> so oh, well. Works. We, we know what's going to happen uh, because it looks like... Um, Can I take a picture? Yeah, absolutely. It looks like Clovis has... Um, I've, re I've predetermined this. Chosen violence. I'm so happy. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, I didn't, I didn't want to be not, the one to do that, so I'm glad you did it. You were not hidden. Nope. Uh, so you fire Arbalest. So just determine your range from you to him. What's your what's your distance on your Arbalest? No. I'll, I'll tell you what the distance is right here. It's one, two, three, four, nine. five, six, seven, eight, nine. Yeah, you're good. Um, yeah. So you loose the crossbow bolt. <coughs> <coughs> it flies through the air. 
Uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a standard test. Okay. Do I can I use my aim, or is this considered I'm just I just pulled up and started shooting? Well, I think. <laughs> oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Um, I probably you kind of tripped out into it. Yeah, I'm. I'm does gonna. This, I'm gonna say you can do this however you want. Does this count as a surprise turn for him? It does not because okay. he clearly failed. Gotcha. Um. So. So we basically the good thing is Clovis, you're at the top of the initiative ladder. So, tell us what you're going to do, spending your three action points. Okay. I'm gonna go ahead and aim. So take aim for one action point. Yep. And fire. Okay. So range attack. All right. So that makes it a standard attack. Then add your modifiers. That's a critical success. Holy moly. And I am going to use my other... I'm going to use my... I'm going to enact punishing. Nice. So I'm going to grip myself 3d6. That's right. Yeah. I'm going to change this one into a 6, because it's a 1. So that's a... For the coin. Well spent. Plus six, so twenty-three. Twenty-three. Nice. One moment. Oh, I meant to crush the thing before I started. Well, shucks. That was another. How much damage did you do? Twenty-three. The bolt sings out, stink, hitting your armor. Grass Paladin's light wounded, lightly wounded only. Sounds right. A ring for lightly wounded on the figure. Is what we'll use to kind of show that. Yeah. Yeah, I've had characters that that would have been lightly wounded. If I was wearing plate. <laughs> the, as, the, as the bolt bites into the armor, you realize he is wearing brass munitions plate. You've never seen munition plates made of brass before by any means. But you, did you roll critical success on that? Yes. Funny thing about brass. Brass armor. Sorry. Soft metal. It's only when it's such an injury. Never mind. So brass quality, we'll talk about that later, but it doesn't do anything for crit success. It just adds your additional damage bonus, your damage die. Damn. So, anything else you want to do, Clovis? Sell me actions. Okay, I need to actually get initiative up on the board. <laughs> um, so, uh, the Brass Paladin has a 10, has 21. So we're moving to the initiative ladder real quick right now. Yeah. How much was that? 21. Hopefully your surprise gets him. The torch bearers we don't have, things. have 12. You can put them can uh, just... below Pipistrella. If we don't have an, enough things, you can just write it directly yeah. on the thing on the board. And then the husks go right on the board. So husks have a uh, wow fifteen. Yeah, 
So Clovis, you begin combat. What about so, our uh, allies? So I have already accounted for them in the rolls. So you don't have to worry about anything with that. It's not going to happen behind the screen. The thing that's most important is what you all are doing. Well, no, we KB. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> figuring on allies. So. Or maybe I'm going to start this. A spell ascent. Okay. It's clear, clear that um, the fight has come. Right. So I don't have really a lot. I have a staff. Mm-hmm. I have a mask of fear, which will help. I'm assuming, like when I do some melee stuff, I don't think I'm ready to go up to them and try to start whacking them with my uh, staff. Right. So, uh, so. So what you would want to do with that professional that that. Ancestral trait is choose someone right away who who would um, uh, have those that minus twenty base chance to use against you. Um, like you mean one of these guys? Yes, you you're like you're basically putting on your mask because it's go time, and then right. you like point at someone essentially. Brass paladin. Okay, so the brass paladin from now on will have a minus twenty base chance to use skills against you until they are defeated. Okay. So that's what your your mask does. Got it. And, and that costs you zero action points to do. Got so, it. Yeah, and if for any reason he's ever defeated, then you can choose another. Okay. That's so, oh, like silly powerful. Yeah. Um, so you still have all three of your action points, and um, any of those three spells are they are they with something you're wanting to use? Okay. I only have two spells, and they're not. You have that other one. This one? Yeah. That's a salve. No, that's the name of the spell. One bandage you touch. Oh, okay. Yeah, you can, yeah. You can cast a spell on a bandage. Okay, so, yeah, um, you have your staff, so, like, if you were standing there in in battle with a staff against this huge army, what would you do? Uh, hide behind Pipistrella. Okay, so <laughs> essentially take cover. Uh, yeah, I, I need to, well, I... Cannot take cover behind people. I know. So you can behind pillars and such, yeah. though. So I might kind of flip to the. I to might the... try to flank over here. Okay. Yeah. So you want to hustle over there for? I'm gonna hustle. Okay. So and... what is your what's your move range? So if you look over here, you have movement. And you can move that many squares with you can one. Move, <laughs> yeah, you can move up to seven up seven squares. I'm gonna hide behind this pillar here. Okay. Uh, this can hopefully. Hopefully, people are going to come in this way so we can. I'm assuming y'all are going to see me, specifically you, Clovis. Hopefully so, see real quickly, above board, uh, you have move. to do this in character if you're going oh. to communicate battle plans. Gotcha, gotcha, with gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, that's that's another rule. Once again, it's just because you don't know. Yeah. Um, but if you're trying to communicate like a strategy with players at the I table, see. you need to do I it see. in character. Okay, I'm going to start over. Okay, so you can't. Oh, because shit. we talk about chess rules, so your That's character right. is moved, so you're. You I was gonna, no, I was going to do the exact same thing, but okay. in character. Cool. That's okay. what I meant. Oh, okay, I see. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wasn't yeah. going to start again. I was going to do it, but yeah. get back into my brain. Got it. Okay, so I'm with Pipistrilla, and I'm gonna. Is this this is Clovis? Yeah, it is. So you hustle behind the pillar. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's one, that's one action point. So um, are you trying to hide behind it or take cover behind it? I think 
I'm taking cover, preparing for the bulk of the action to come in this way. Mm-hmm. Right. So, um, um, so I'm just kind of positioning myself at this point. You got it. Because uh, I, I don't really have anything else I can do. Right, so she used a movement action, and uh-huh. we've got our special thing with all the so Right, so you need to roll a standard coordination test. Coordination? Mm-hmm. Success. Right. Take cover to move in action too. Wait, what? Sure is. Yeah, so do the same. So do the same thing again. No, 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 no. I don't get it. No, take cover is a movement action. So yeah, you would have to do it again. Because he said anytime you take a movement action. Yeah, if you're moving it, if you're if you're moving any distance. So okay. Because yeah, right. cool. take cover, you can move up to one yard to take cover. But the but she hustled there, but and then she's just ducking and down for okay. take cover. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. And take in take cover is how many action points? Take cover is one AP. One AP. Anything else you wish to do? Where's take cover on here? Just so I know. Oh, take cover. I see it. I see it. Okay. Uh, then I would let me look. Do you mind if I give you a couple suggestions? Let's do it. Yes. Okay. So, you can either hold your AP, and that will allow you to dodge or parry if you should be attacked. Or, um, if you look under the last uh, option under special actions, you can use something called words as weapons. So, that allows you to use your skills to kind of say something to the enemy that may affect them in an adverse way. Or your allies. Or your allies. Or boost your allies. Boost your allies. Ooh, I like that. Okay. Right now, so when you say that uh, save your action, does that mean I get an extra action on the next so one? Can you, you explain you, that? During your turn, if you have action points that you have not used, you if someone from strikes you... From the previous you, turn. From the previous turn. Okay. So if, say, um, one of the husks came up to you and tried to strike you, you would have the option to try to dodge or parry. Yeah. Right. So you'd bank it. Yeah. Basically, you oh. bank action points. You choose not to use the remainder of your action points. Okay, I'm going to do that. Okay. I'm gonna do that. So I do bank, like so you can bank one action point right now. Because you get three action yes. points when your turn begins. So you can do a parry. Right, if someone comes up. And yeah. where is that on here? You don't track that. Um, just, you just, just, just at the beginning of your turn you always have three action points. One thing you could do is you could use little stones to indicate if you have any banked. Um, but I think you'll get accustomed to it. Okay. You'll get accustomed okay. to this. Yeah, this is going to take turn, me... I, I'm okay. trying to write you're, down everything you're fine. so we're, I can... We're, it's all good. In my head. Okay. Yep. Got it. I'm going to bank that one. Cool. So, I'm just going to chill right there. So what you do at the end of your turn always is you hand off the baton. And that means you look at the initiative ladder and you tell that person it's your turn. Hey, husks. No, not in character. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. So you would say, <laughs> it's the husks' turn. Right, oh. Right, right. right. Okay. So always hand off the baton. That is your responsibility okay. as players is to is to is to communicate this is everyone. Mostly for this is for us. This is for everything. This is all the time. All the time. Whenever we're okay. in combat, you always hand off the baton. So got it. Got it. Okay. So here's what we Thanks, here's guys, what I'm we learning. know. Uh, the husks literally cannot move forward amid the ruins, but they can come from be outside the pillars. So if we look toward where they're at on the far end of battlefield um, the torchbearers remain still um, but they begin, they begin their kind of lumbering movement um, so 
One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Man. So did any of them cross the barrier? No. Um, they went around the barrier. They're going around the barrier. You can see this kind of faint blue line along the ground, and as they're moving, the torch bearers are kind of moving what would resemble the remnants of their mouth, it looks like, almost as if they're directing the husks to do something. Almost like the brass paladin has no control over the damned. But the torchbearers hold their torches high above the air, and the husks' turns are over. So, Tama, it's your turn. I pass out the initiative baton. So they didn't have. They didn't walk. That's all that happens. Okay. All right. I will. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to get a read on where everything you is. You can spin. Is this is this bit of rubble here? Is this block line of sight? Low rubble is not. No. Okay. Alright, so I will move. That's me. Oh, that's you? Where am I? I'm over here. Okay. Yeah, that's Yeah, you can shoot from there. I could shoot the paladin. Here is your spell. I thought that was our plan. Good stuff. <laughs> I know, I'm just yeah. looking at my options. Okay. Was a good and and just so you know, uh, the reason they didn't cross it is because um, one failed. They can't cross it. Like, period. Uh, any creature that's classified as being supernatural, um, unless they successfully resist with a resolve test, but they may not even be able to resist with a resolve test. So if if anything that's supernatural wants to cross it, they need to make a resolve test. Um. Okay. Well, I guess I will shoot the paladin with my hunting bow. Okay. Difficulty? <clears throat> Oh, you're hidden. Actually, do I have a range for that? I'm going to double check that one, too. Yeah, I, I do. Sorry about that. It's okay. Let's go with that. I got you. Put Thank the you. torch back. I am yeah. hidden. Yes. That indicates where we have light. You know, you're in perfect light anytime you're near there or near the bonfire. Okay. Uh, you're hidden, so, and it's surprise for you. Surprise! Uh, so it's an easy test. Okay. Alright, so easy test will make it, uh, 81% chance to succeed. Hmm? Nope. And a 66 is a critical success. Wow, we rolled a ton of crits tonight. So it's 1d6 for your weapon, 1d6 for surprise, 1d6 because you critted. One more. Six, six. Oh, six. Alright, I'm gonna use a fortune point to turn this into a six. Okay. Nice. So you got three sixes. Uh, there's no fortune left. Uh, no you fortune spent left. It all. So only two of those should have been rolled. No, I rolled two rolled sixes, sixes and then I made one the last one a six. Two. There was no fortune. There's no left. fortune. Oh, left. okay. So only two. I'll, I'll just yeah. I'll just re-roll. Yeah, there's no fortune two. Yeah. 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 They both rolled sixes. Nice. <laughs> All right, so it was 18, 12, so it's 20 points. Plus 6, more 26, and then plus 5. What, what? 31. So 31. Nice. Okay. 
the bolt sinks in as uh, the brass paladin is not moderately wounded. How much damage did he get? Sorry, thirty-one. Thirty. He's seriously wounded. Yeah. <laughs> you strike him. Man, all those roll damage. Critical fail. That's why you roll damage. It? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Well, I cannot believe you rolled. I know. Two sixes and two sixes. That was amazing. Okay, so anything else you want to do on your surprise turn? Uh, I will reload my weapon. So load? Quick load? No, just load. Okay. It's only one AP. Okay. So now your turn is up on the initial ladder and you are no longer in surprise. What do you want to do? I will bang my last AP. Wait a second. That's a surprise action. You're in your surprise turn. Okay, I gotcha, gotcha. So complete your surprise turn. Um, I'm done. That's it. Okay. Now your normal turn begins. And oh, you are exposed. Wow. Alright. Now they know where you're at. I will fire again. Okay. Uh go ahead and roll. It's gonna be standard test. Okay. will be a 61% chance to succeed. And 54 is a success. Nice. Roll damage. Six. 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 <laughs> Eight uh, plus five is uh, well thirteen. Thirteen. Okay. Yeah. I, I had to think about it. The, uh, as the arrow stretcher, it ricochets off of the brass armor as he remains seriously wounded. Reload. One AP. Uh-huh. So be sure to clarify if you're loading. I will load. Okay. I will load. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then back to last AP. Okay. Pass the baton. Passing the baton over to Pipistrella. Pipistrella is like surprised and scared that there's uh, one of the damn this close, and this is now her second fight, serious fight in her life she's ever been in. So she immediately um, uh, uh, goes for one of the Soma and um, is going to attempt to crush that because she did she did take one to make more salt. But she's crushing it right now to gain nine corruption. Okay. And uh, the yeah. buff as well. What were the dying words contained inside the Soma? Uh, I'm sorry, I'll never do it again. Whoa. So now you gain nine corruption. And now you may add that, uh, you may take advantage of that, obviously, the calcified Soma. Okay. Be sure to mark it off your character sheet if you used it. Uh, yeah. Uh, so that is gone as um, that does give me one more use of the salt that I am then gonna okay okay uh, uh, custodian please bar them passage from from here as they as they are an abomination to you uh, and she's going to attempt to cast beyond the pale right here oh nice okay and it's three yard if I'm not mistaken it's three yards yeah so I mean that's it's two yeah two so here's so. how you'll you go ahead and roll your test. It's going to be challenging. Okay. Um, she's uh, got a 56% chance. And a 51 will do it. Nice. So place your line. Nice. And we'll reflect, we'll reflect these lines. It is a line. Yeah. So we'll use the blue. If it's only two, then here, I'll just, just cut it and just make sure it's only two and just cut it. Like tear it. Don't, don't leave it like that. Okay. Tear it. So it's flat. There you go. Or do you have enough to go that way, too? Uh, no, I can't go through. A, it's a, it has it's to be a line. one contiguous line. Yeah. yeah. It's a, can't be a circle. Can't be a diagonal. It has to be a line. 
so let's see. Was it any AP to crush the <clears throat> Soma? Yes, I'm sorry. To crush so to to use calcified Soma to to invoke the first secret, it costs one AP. Okay, so then it was the second AP to cast the spell, um, and then uh, she is. Yeah, uh, you know, not not really thinking so about anything else. Then um, she's gonna draw out her sling, cup <laughs> for another AP, uh-huh. and like load it and look back at uh, Clovis. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> okay, Get back to the fire. <laughs> yeah, that's all her AP. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> She's over, and um, the torchbearers are next. Okay. Oh, boy. The torchbearers' turn comes up. <clears throat> there is a cleverness among them. You can see the hides and skins harden to the people. Owl. What's that? Owl. Hoot. It's just on the... Oh, I know. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Don't worry about the camera. I'll control it. Okay, got it. Um, so, uh, the torch bearers, keeping the torches raised above their head, begin to move very swiftly. One. Oh, boy. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two. Okay. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. One, two, three, four, five, six. So they begin kind of breaking across the battleground as they one finds their way almost immediately, almost face to face with you, Clovis, and the other face to face with you. Uh, sorry, Espillison. Apologies. <laughs> um, and. It's clear that uh, as they come close, like they're taller than you anticipated. Like if you were to like look at their sheer height, their bodies have grown so emaciated and long. They stay. If you're if if you're sitting down and that's your character standing up, they're like this. They loom almost a head and half above you. And as they kind of come toward you, one of them extends its hand out with a torch in hand. Only has one hand that's usable. As it extends the hand out to grab a holding with a chokehold, uh, Clovis. It's a chance. <clears throat> Excuse me, it's 55%. This is its last action point, possibly. I, I rolled a 15. So it grabs you. Do you want to try to escape? Yeah. Uh, go ahead and make a standard athletics escape being choked. 61, that's an 09, he does not touch Nice. You manage to wrench free away from his grasp. Hit him with my butt of my cross. Get off me! I will spend a fortune point. And with this, it'll it'll hold his torch, he'll it will scream and you can hear the this the, the thing's mouth just opens up and there's this kind of like strange wind um so um you will need to resist using resolve a challenging resolve test to resist the death rattle four six missed it by one point oh when we roll nope okay uh so you uh you will you will suffer 
uh, only a three mental peril, but gain three corruption. I will be As you begin to stress, but I will not be falling. Uh, the one that is toward you, as mm -hmm. sent, um, it comes kind of rushing over toward you with torch extended out and swings it toward you. Mm -hmm. um, there's a 55% chance. I rolled an 85. I don't think it's going to reroll and save those fortune points um, as the torchbearer's turn is over and it's now the brass paladin. So within the flash of literally within an instant, as you've loosed your bolt and everything kind of unfolds like within a minute, a moment's time. Chose poorly. Wang! <laughs> At the beginning of its turn, it draw uh, the brass paladin draws his draws the widowmaker, and there is this story that immediately kind of like this spark, this memory inside of your mind, Toma. It said that um, the widowmaker, uh, it's a cursed blade that has passed numerous times between knights, soldiers, and squires. But every warrior who has held Widowmaker perish in some gruesome fashion. Uh, yeah. You know that it was forged from stars, and with every blow, it leaves its starborn metal behind, a remnant of its of a, of a splinter, essentially. And he begins to storm forward the back of the horse, and the spell does nothing, as he is not supernatural. He charges forward on horseback. Did we roll for his injury earlier? Uh, we did not. Um, we should probably do that. Roll 2d6. So I know he's not supernatural, but they can cross it if they resist There's it. There's a 6. Oh. So that, I, Who? Hold on. Yeah. Stop. You roll a 6 for your injury? For his injury. For his injury. Who invoked the injury? I did. Oh, okay. So. Actually, no, it's, it's a weak weapon. Well, never mind. It's a weak weapon, so it's only. Be serious. It would be serious. It okay. can't be. It can't be serious, right? Right. right. No, it can't be. It can't be grievous. grievous. It would it be, serious. be serious. Okay. Right. So, because that happened, you see this massive gaping hole in the armor as he begins to ride. You see plates begin to fall off, and you can see the bolt stuck in his chest as the brass armor is literally ruined hmm. because Perfect. he suffered an injury. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better than the injury. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, sorry, Dan. I, That's okay. I don't know if I made it clear. They can cross if they if they resist with. Uh... So I'm aware of that. Okay. Right, cool. But they are mindless, and mindless creatures have no willpower. Therefore, they can't make resolve tests. So they literally cannot pass over that. Okay. But not all supernatural creatures are mindless. Right. Of course. He, however, is not. But thank you for the thank you for reminding me. Yeah. Um, that's why they're going around. So he charges for it. Does he, do, does he actually get the injury though? Or is One, two, injury? there is no injury. Okay, gotcha. This time at least. Three, four, five. Um, he's charging forward on horseback. And he has his weapon aimed high. So he spends two AP to charge. He'll spend his final AP to take aim. And I will spend this fortune point to strike down toward Clovis with Widowmaker. Because of the particular qualities of Widowmaker, I am going to roll my dice in the open. Okay. I believe you didn't. So, 
My chance to hit is 80%. 57. He hit. Oh boy. Uh, do you want to try to parry? I can't. Okay. I, can I used all my AP. Okay. We have some. Oh, then I will try to parry. Okay. It's hard. Well, that's okay, because I have a really good chance. What are you pairing with? Uh, crossbow? Crossbow. Okay. It's arduous. Why? It's a. Our bill is huge. So, he's born on horseback, he's charged toward you, and he's bearing a martial weapon. Throw that back. That's, that's a waste of a. Okay. So, no parry? No, it's a waste. Okay. Why would you do that? <clears throat> 12 damage. Oh. He's on horseback. Sorry. 12, uh, 14 damage. I am lightly wounded. Okay. Uh, so the question is, do you want to put rings around your characters up there or just track it on your character sheet? We can just, we can just track it. We've all, yeah, we've always just tracked it before. So. Cool. Yeah. Okay. As he comes forward, <clears throat> you can see that the in this big gaping hole in his chest that the flesh, there's like these worms, it looks like, that are kind of like crawling over his flesh as he moves one step up the damage condition track, positively. As he is now moderately wounded. Oh, boy. As he... So, the Brass Paladin's turn is over. Now it's Clovis's turn. What would you like to do, Clovis? Drop my, uh... Arbalist crop crossbow. Shing. Draw your Zoyander. Break my egg. Oh, nice. Okay. So it'll cost one AP to break your egg. Mm-hmm. Um, it costs zero AP to draw your weapon. Beginning right. of the turn. Right. It's the beginning of your turn. And you'll crack the flab- the fl- that flamberge egg, and <laughs> now it is chink ignited. Remember, the immolate quality allows you, if you inflict an injury, you can opt to catch them on fire instead. That is the benefit Ooh. Of an immolate weapon. Oh, I didn't, so I didn't, I didn't, I didn't so so it's literally you can either if you basically let's let's pretend for a moment. Let's say you knock him to seriously wounded, and you roll two d six and lands on the six. You can either choose to do an injury, or you could say fuck it, I'm gonna catch him on fire. Roll three d ten plus two plus three. Okay, okay. Uh, well, I was really lighting out on fire to to burn the rest of those guys. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more, than, more than anything. Um, but I'm gonna hit him. Okay. Oh, yeah. Uh, so it's going to be uh, challenging. Okay. He's on horseback and you're on foot. Okay. Get it. Get it. All right. I have a 58% chance. And I missed it. You guys, am I okay to take that one? Do it. Yeah. Uh, point, sorry. Roll your dice. I need to tell you something afterward, though. Go ahead and roll. He's just, he's remembering something. That's it. Oh, nine. Nice. Okay. Uh, he is going to uh, lightning pierce. Seven percent chance. Roll twenty-seven. He draws the blade away. You feel this before we continue your turn. You feel this sting in your flesh as you realize a splinter of Widowmaker's been left inside you. You must lower your damage threshold by minus one until you bind wounds. In fact, should you suffer many splinters, you'll continue to lower your damage threshold. Okay. 
So you could literally feel us. There's literally like a starborn sliver of this blade sticking in your chest. That is one of the byproducts of Widowmaker. So, what do you want to do now? You spent one AP. You spent one one to use flame jade. One, one to attack. I'm gonna have to fend this guy off and the other guy. So, you want to bank it? Yeah, I okay. have to. There's okay. No question. Me. Uh, that's yeah. the I spill it. You're up. Okay. So where you're where you're at, um, where you're at, first there's someone. It's not first time. We used to do this in the old campaign. We just all forgot. Um, <laughs> and I need help with the initial letter. And this is the best way to solve people missing their turns. Um, so uh, I think it's going to keep us all on track because mm -hmm. I got enough track behind the screen. Right. Um, so Ascent, you've got a torchbearer directly on top of you. Right. And I have that one extra, but I did I use that when he originally came after me? It's getting so you banked an action point, up. but when your turn starts, any action points you banked are gone, and yeah. you start again at three AP. Got it. Unless for some reason you're stunned, but it's a whole different story. We'll, uh, we'll cover that if that happens. Okay. Tell me about my staff. Is it just a whacker? Yeah, it's a it's a whacking weapon. One D six. Pulling um, plus your brawn bonus, and um, it's better when you try to parry if you keep action points. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean it's it's a it's a whacking oh, stick. Wow. You reference your brawn bonus when doing damage, but you got to hit first. Right. Okay. Um. So you've got sort of the the other things that you've been seeing in combat. Um, if if you're wanting to, I'm assuming you're wanting to face off with this person. I right? don't. I don't know. Because I'm thinking, if I can run from him mm -hmm. and go and attack the, the begins. attack the horse, yeah. Well, if you want and like whap, the if, horse's legs. If you want to do that, then um, you would have to use some movement actions Hus to get there. Hustle. Mm -hmm. You could hustle there. If you hustle, that okay. could provoke an opportunity attack. If you okay. if you maneuver then you'll safely get away, but that costs two AP to do, and you only get to move three gotcha. yards. Okay. Is that what it is in the three. starter kit? Yeah. Three. Yeah. Okay, so I grab, uh, I have my staff. Mm -hmm. I kind of do this, like, swooshy turn, and I hustle away from Duder, and I head over to the back of the horse. Hustle or maneuver? Hustle. Okay. So when you use oh. hustle, charge, or run to get away your fingers off your... So oh, crap. I'll give you take backsy because it's the first time. I'm learning. Just keep, it's okay. okay. Just keep in mind that anytime that you try to... If you're engaged with an enemy... Keep your hand on it. Yeah. If okay. you're engaged with an enemy and if you use any movement action save for maneuver, you will provoke an immediate free attack from them. Okay. If it's many enemies, it's always just always just one attack. So if you had like three people on you, it'd just be one attack. Okay. It wouldn't be three. So tell me, the hustle was I not able to go that far on a hustle? You are able to go that far, but the the thing is, is that you'll open yourself up to an opportunity attack. If you use a maneuver, you'd only get to move three. But um, you would still be there. Yeah. Uh, then you avoid opportunity attacks. That's why it costs so many action points to do that. Okay. But you would still have one AP left if you wanted to hit the horse. I want to hit the horse. You could still do it. <laughs> okay, then I'll do the the two AP maneuver. Okay. Uh, I'm at the back of the horse, and I'm going to 
uh, try to thwack it as hard as I can on its leg and try to get it kind of strike the horse. Strike the horse. Okay. It is a big leg. beefy horse. It is a big yeah, right. be- is a beefy horse. Right. It's a routine test. That's all right. Okay. Uh, Adam, if you would put a red dot right on between Toma and Pipistrella. Okay. You said what is this again? A what routine. Routine what? Yeah, I'll take it on one thing. Well, your weapon is a simple melee weapon. So that so would be... a routine simple melee Oh! Test. Lord. It's cold now. Yeah, they're cold. They're chilly. Simple melee. 55 plus 10. So 65. Yeah. 64. Okay, you hit. Roll damage. Okay. One... Uh, D6 plus Bronze. seven. Well, I got eight. Nice. Well, you take the staff and whack the side of the horse, and it too is in brass armor, and brass barding. I'm going and, after the leg. Like, oh yeah, I know you are, but okay, okay. Um, it's unharmed because you didn't do enough damage to penetrate the armor. Dang. Okay, yeah. I tried. Yeah, if you want to avoid armor, that's a whole different system of, like... Okay. Yeah. It's cold shot. Cold shot. Yeah. It's cold shot. Which it takes two AP, just like your maneuver. Yeah. So, into your attack actions, you'll see there's different types of attacks. Um, I'm thinking maybe next time we pair her with you, like when we have a fight, because that may give her a little bit more... Because all I do is combat. <laughs> yes! <laughs> yes. But, but, but more importantly, what's relevant here is that... You can do melee attacks, which are one action point, or you do uh-huh. called shots. Called shots are basically like you're like you're kind of narrating, where you want to like hit like a leg. You would say, "I'm going to do a called shot against the leg." Okay. Um, that would be a penalty to strike, but you would something potentially could happen. Uh, I d- and I didn't. They can't dodge or parry either. And I didn't go after the the paladin who I had the negative twenty base chance on. Okay, I've, I'm fine. I'm just trying to like piece things together. Okay. Now it goes to the husks. Okay, coming. So, uh, you can see kind of out in the shadows, there are these hooded people kind of tussling with the husks. They're in the midst of a fight. So we move on to Tuma. Okay. Okay, cool. I will uh, <laughs> drop the hunting bow and arm my flame mace. Okay. You've got the mace in hand. And then I will move. You just hustling forward? Yeah, hustling forward. Okay. Roll coordination test. Standard. Standard coordination. 50% chance to succeed. And a 49 will succeed. Okay. So, quick point of clarification. If at the end of every movement action, like as you're around here, um, if you move more than one yard, which we should have done for you, but that's okay, um, if you fail it, you fall prone. Because oh. you're falling Say into the I'm... trench, you're falling into the the, the graves that that um, that Toma dug all around here. Okay. And we're not specifically tracking them on the board because it's just too much, too much. But did the brass paladin get to have to roll? Because he critically failed, it's only going to impact the player. 
players. That's okay. It's okay. Now, now that's not to say. That's so many crit It's fails. not to nice. say so. that you couldn't spend a fortune point to edit the situation. I, but I'm you're in the middle. But you were gonna do something. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna use a uh, words as weapons on the brass paladin. Okay. I'm gonna say, I know your sword, and tonight you die a Ooh. gruesome. Death. Oh. Uh, so go ahead and roll. Uh, I, I, I'm not going to force you to roll anything. Okay. Um, as you, you say this, he says, you've chosen your words wrong. Or sorry, he says, uh, my apologies. Uh, he says something along the lines, dismissing your, your words as he is not, he's unabated okay. by it. But you can hear the sound of his voice underneath of his helmet. Um, and, and another story kind of comes back to you about the sword. Um, that you know that the sword, although it has ended many bloodlines, it ultimately betrays its wielder. Widowmaker always betrays its wielder. Um, what do you want to do? I will uh, do a standard attack. Just a melee attack? Yeah. yeah. It, he is, by the way, he is immune to today. I figured as much, yeah. but I, wanted, yeah. I, I thought it was a fitting. Yeah, that yeah, was, it's good. Yeah, I, I don't want to make you roll if you don't have to roll that. Right, so. right. But I did use the AP on it. That's right. That's right. right. So, um, the difficulty? Uh, challenging. Okay. So, challenging test would be 51% chance to succeed. I rolled a 74. Do we have any Do we have any coins? Yeah. I'll use a coin. Okay. Yeah. All right. I rolled a four that time. That is a success. What are you swinging? I'm swinging a flanged mace. Nice. Okay. Bam! Bam! You hammer him with the with the edge of the mace, okay. and you're using calcified soma, of course. So you can fill. I yeah. haven't used it, no. Oh, okay. So this is one d six. Yep. Plus your damage. Uh, so that's ten damage. Uh, he remains moderately wounded. And what does powerful do? I always forget. Move that. somebody one yard back. But he didn't do damage. You okay. do it before, or after. So. Um, Let's clarify that real quick, because I think it's important to remember. Um, if you have the powerful quality, here is precisely how it works. Powerful's good. It's one of my favorite qualities in the game. Um, so, if you have the powerful quality, uh, after you deal damage with this weapon, at your option, they must resist toughness or be shoved away from you one yard. Okay. After you deal damage. So, All right. it's up for damage, therefore, powerful doesn't work. In that case, I'll use another. Uh, I'll use a coin to turn the, my die roll to a six. Okay, I'll take that. So fourteen damage now. Nice. If hopefully this does enough damage to push him. Well, uh, he is um, seriously wounded, and as the blow crashes into him, um, his horse kind of rears up, and he's going to have to resist to see if he doesn't get you quick away. Um, his chance is to resolve toughness, my apologies. Um, so it's 70. Actually, if it's right here, why not? 83. Um, he is, in fact, moved backwards. Force movement does not provoke an opportunity attack. However, the blow is solid enough to just knock him completely backwards, the horse backwards and him as they kind of move backwards. Oh, it affects the horse too somehow. Yep. He's on the horse. Roll, roll, roll for those injuries. Okay. Yeah, roll, uh, roll percentile for injury. 
two? Oh, percentile. Okay, yeah. yeah. For a serious injury. 70. 70. Higher's better, right? Oh, God! <laughs> so, <laughs> like, I don't know the. I don't know there's this. He anymore. winds up, and there's this. Well, bam! And you hear that. You hear the, 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 the mace strike the armor, and he's unhorsed. Ooh. As he's knocked nice. prone yes. <laughs> on yes. the ground. As he falls <laughs> prone, however, he somehow finds himself on his feet almost instantly. Mm, of but um, he is now suffering from a rib wound, which means he can't add skill ranks to agility or brawn-based skill tests. Sounds like I'm hitting him in the same spot. Yeah. <laughs> where that, where that, uh, where that bolt it. was, yeah. Knock that bolt right in. <laughs> so as this happens, the, the, the horse remains where it's at. It's just a giant obstacle now. <laughs> it is not a giant obstacle. It's, it's a it's a it's a vicious storm it's, horse. It's a horse. It's a mean horse. It's a big old mean horse. That's right. Um. So. Uh, uh, so my turn is over. Okay. And now it is Pipistrella's turn. Okay. Uh, oh wait, wait, we got a red. Yeah. Um. So. Anytime we have a red dot, a husk is slain and set on fire by the highwayman. Oh, oh, awesome. So, um, if we go back to our board, we will assume this one is knocked away. So, that's the advantage of not only the spell that um, Pipistrella cast, but also the impact Watch of the Highwaymen and of Civil fighting that. these in the background. We don't need to show them on the board, but just assume narratively this is all kind of happening as you're fighting, but you see one of the husks collapse to the ground and Sybil set in a flame as he crashes a Molotov cocktail into the beginning burning. So, Pipistrella, it's your turn. Okay. Uh, and it's due because, like I said, it's due because you cast your spell. So your spells were not wasted. Yeah. I mean, even... Even so, they're not wasted because they're not swarming us. So, That's right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. That would be bad. <laughs> no, uh, no. I just, I was, yeah. Earlier, I was just assuming that you weren't going to cross them, but now I know why because you did tell me. Um, so, I, I see this sling. This guy's, uh, the 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 paladin's right in front of me. So, I don't know what to do, and Hit him. I just like this. Uh, First off, is he wearing any sort of surcoat at all? Or livery, okay. No. So um, then she just like feels the spirit that she just crushed flow through her and she like bends over, picks up a rock and starts yelling at the top of her lungs like, um, and she's gonna attempt to trip him. Okay. Um, is this a takedown? Yeah. Okay. So you realize that the paladin um, much like the other like the torchbearers if you were standing he is standing he's, he's really large. big yeah, she's trying to bowl him over yeah. and bring him down to her size <laughs> it's like, like she's uncharacteristically, uncharacteristically incensed right now yeah uh, so He's bigger, so he okay. could be easier to take down, although okay. his chance to resist is maybe a little higher. So um, it's going to be a routine test. Okay, uh, coordination is only 57%. And a 0 9 will succeed. Nice. Okay, and he's to resist with coordination. You know what? 
somebody's suffering from a rib wound, so he can't add skill rings to this. <laughs> so his agility is he has a 45% chance, and that's it. Wow, that's great. Yeah, the rip wound. the first time that can still resist. Uh, I rolled a 69. <laughs> nice. nice. Um, I'm going to re-roll that. <laughs> 42. So, he does, n- does not fall to the ground. Yeah, it was narrow. I mean, by off by three points. So, he, he, he clambers backwards and catches himself against the pillar and comes back up on his feet. Yeah, the rip wound is good. When he catches himself against the, 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 the pillar, that's when she's going to, like, hold her hold the rock above her her head as she just jams it into that hole into his armor and she's okay. like yelling at the top of her lungs um like the like the um the final girl in a horror movie who's yeah. finally standing up to the villain um, so before you roll to clarify once again a rib wound means he cannot add skill rings to brawn-based skill tests or agility-based skill tests. So think about tactically how you may use your perilous stuns to your advantage. Yeah. Uh, so go ahead and roll your to attack. Uh, it's going to be routine for you. Routine. Um, simple melee. So 57. 67. No, wait. Wrong one. Uh, 61%. Nice. And 84 won't do it. Do we have any coins left at all? Yep. So, uh, mm, I've got all the misfortune. And a 20 will succeed. Nice. As she uh, feels the rage from that spirit build up in her for the extra d6 to. That's weapon. right, you use the calcified Soma. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, you, unlo- you unlocked the first secret of Soma. <laughs> yeah. um, go ahead and roll damage. Add your. Okay. Yeah. Oh, six. Sixes. I got one six. Nice. nice. So that's nine so far. Uh, so 13 plus nice. 6 is nine, 19 damage with the rock. He's grievously wounded. The rock crashes down into the brass paladin. <laughs> As he is, in fact, grievously wounded. <laughs> Roll that beautiful. Roll 36. Uh, no sixes. Ah, well... Too bad you used all your coins. <laughs> hey, it was worth it to knock yeah. another another step down. That's right. Yeah. And, That's right. Uh, she's going to take, like, she's gonna after after hitting him in the chest a few times, she's uh, gonna start breathing heavily as she's ready for whatever retribution will come okay. her way. <laughs> holding this rock in her hand. Okay. <laughs> Baking the last AP. Yeah. So, torchbearers. They would be next. Okay. Well. Oh, sorry. Yeah. One, one rushes toward uh, toward a spellcent. <clears throat> yeah. With its with its torch above its head and its hand out to grab the hold of you, um, and it's going to juggle. Okay. And I succeeded. So uh, you need to resist. So basically, you need to make a. Oh boy. Um, you oh need boy. to make a standard. Um, you bank too, so you can dodge. Well, oh. to resist. It's athletics. It's yeah. athletics. You need to resist using athletics. And you must flip to fail. Okay. Wait. I can't count for that last time. Flip to fail. 
Explain that again. It's, oh, it's it's the flipping it's the of worst, dice. It's the worst of the dice. Okay. To resist its chokehold, it's flipped to fail. Okay, so brawn, uh, standard, 40. Charged forward, okay. grabbed a hold of her. It is going to do to you. Um, you suffer ten physical peril, peril, not okay. damage. So I've got eight, mm-hmm. and then I do nine, ten. No, um, it's threshold. You go down you, one. You if just it passes down. that one. Two if it passes that one. So you're at fourteen. 14, it, it didn't reach 15, so you're fine. So, so it only go, went past your first threshold. You'll, you go sense? one step down the Remember, there are no hit points in Zweihander. Okay. Damage and peril are threshold. So if damage or peril exceeds the number... So it was 10, right? Okay, let me let me back up. So I, I failed. He grabbed my neck mm-hmm. and did how much? 10 physical peril to you. 10 physical peril. Mm-hmm. And my main is 8... Than 14, so it's not over the 14. So you just went Correct. Down one. So you moved us down only one step. Oh, got moved it. Down one yeah. step. So got it. Got it. Got it. So if it, if it would have been 20, <laughs> if it would have been 15, you moved two steps down instead. Got it. Got it. Or okay. 24, it would have moved you down three steps. Got it. Okay. So not only is the torchbearer strong enough to, to do this. It lifts her off the ground and begins to move, spending an actual point, holding her in the air with one hand and the torch in the other. It starts to actually carry her with him, moving over to you. I'm I'm slightly. uh, Toma. I'm slightly. uh, I'm I'm worried, but I'm also just like. Yeah. Anything you had in your hands would drop on the ground. Okay. Uh, as you're, it's basically got a hold of your throat, and you're like, oh, it's yeah. carrying you across the way, and it comes over to Toma for hustle. And it's going to make a melee attack with its torch. The torch swings out toward you. That's a crit success. I knew about that. The uh, torch smashes into you, and as it smashes into you, the, the cinder pops off the end and breaks the, the torch. The torch is broken. Um, as you suffer... No. There's a six. Sorry. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, Fourteen damage. <laughs> you see these cinders kind of explode all over. Yeah, two steps to seriously wounded. Oh boy, roll 1d6. 2d6. 2d6. Sorry, add one more because they get. No, it's, it's 2d6, my apologies. 4 and 4. We'll turn that into a 6. <laughs> Suddenly, <laughs> you see that. Um, you see that um, Tama is on fire. Well, oh. 3d10 and add 3. Sorry, 2d10. Yes, 3d10 and add 3. <laughs> Man. Oh boy. Okay. Alright, so 25 will bring me down 
three steps. So I will use a fate point to survive. Okay. You see the fire and flame explode all over around Tama. Oh, and you can see that he's burning for a moment. That you think that he's he's probably gonna burn to death as he's screaming, but he somehow manages to escape the flame with a but narrowly escaping it. He falls in one of his holes. <laughs> <laughs> it's to my advantage! Um, Sorry, the uh, the the other torchbearer uh, which which is on Clovis, um, charged over, uh, and is going to swing its torch at you as well. Okay. Um, uh. So sixty five percent chance. I roll an eleven. I just rolled two crit successes back to back. I'm right. so sorry. Bacon's well, um, no. Oh man. Like um, <laughs> this has been a kind of a weird pitch battle. Uh, so. It's been quite the critical I just literally rolled a six again. I swear to God, I'm not making this up. I don't know if we're believing um, all these sixes. Uh, six, ten, fifteen damage. Oh. And the torch explodes and cinders as it is as it's snuffed out. Anytime you strike somebody with a torch, it has the break quality, so it the torch breaks. And I'm seriously. Okay, roll 2d6. Uh, but I also have uh, no pain, no game, so I move one step back up. What's um, that do? Give, uh, when I'm injured, or oh wait, I haven't been injured yet. No injury. Okay. All right. Oh, oh. No flames. That's good. So the torchbearer's turns are over. The brass pallet is up next. Once again, you can see those little like maggots and worms kind of working their way through his flesh as he is revived up to um, seriously wounded. And with that, uh, the paladin uh, will maneuver backwards for three yards um, for two AP. Uh, You make a a feeble swing, but it is not enough to connect. And as he backs away, he will spend his last action point to pop a laudanum and glug, 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 glug. And now he is moderately wounded. And then I will use what I do. Oh, yes. I'm sorry. He levels his sword. You are mine. He has chosen you as his foe, so you're left defenseless to all of his attacks now. And I think my turn is over. You can see his, literally, you can see his brass armor is busted open, like, leaving him completely exposed to a called shot. So, uh, Brass Palace's turn is over. Clovis, you're up next. Does the horse get to go? Uh, I should probably roll for the horse on this turn. Um, you know what? Go ahead and put a yellow dot beneath Clovis. We'll move the horse down one. Okay. So the paladin is kind of moved backward. So if we're going to spin the battlefield around here, you know, he's moved back. The massive storm horse is still amid everyone over here. I can't get he's moved there. beyond the kind of blue... The, what's the spell called again? I'm sorry. How do I get through there? Uh, which one? Oh, uh, beyond the pale. Beyond the pale. That's right. Can I walk... Th- you can't go through your own people anymore, right? You can. Yes. Always. 
And if you want to go over low cover, it costs two uh, two movement instead of one. So you go one, two, you can three. Go and shoot. Maybe. I don't have my. That's, oh, you dropped it. Dropped it at my feet. You pick it up. It's one action point. Well, this guy's on me. We got her. The torch bear? Yep. Okay. The good thing is his torch is, uh, is, is, has been, um, extinguished. extinguished. So I'm going to remove those. He's just got one big arm like this. Yeah, the arm is, <laughs> the arm is perpetually, the arm is literally wrenched out of its hey socket and it ling- it's like, almost like a shepherd's crook. Like it's kind of hanging. It so he's like a like kid in school that's holding your hand up in trying to balance really it. long time. Yep. Teacher, I know the answer. I know. All right. You see two of the torches at its waist amid the flesh armor it wears. What? <laughs> There's two torches at its waist that are not burning currently, but it is kind of bound in rope around the flesh armor at its waist. The torch bearer is wearing that. So, can I use a cold shot to hit those torches with my flaming sword and light them on fire? You sure could. That's what I'm going to do. Okay. Oh, so, called shot uh, is minus 10 to strike. But they can't dodge or parry or... Parry. Uh, so, uh, point of clarification. Um, okay. Because I'm going to clarify for the starter kit specifically. Um, I think it's it says so on your, I think it says on your sheet, it. too. It should yeah. tell you. Says it right yeah. yeah. So, go ahead. Roll hit. So, it's challenging to hit. Okay, so... 58... 32, just one more would have been crit. Yeah. But I'm going to go ahead and use a... Uh, make that punishing. So before you do that, I am going to use a misfortune token to try to parry with its bare hands. It can't parry. I it's called a, shot. It's called shot. Oh, that's right. My apologies. You're right. Oh, sorry. Go ahead and roll. Roll hit. Or roll damage. Oh my god. Excuse me. Punishing. <laughs> punishing. Oh. That's a six. Nice. Plus, I get to do the fire to this guy. That's the whole point of this. So 10, yeah. 10, 12, and uh, 6. No, 5. Sorry, 5. 17. 17. <clears throat> and then it does, does he start on... Does he so, here's what we're going to do. He is moderately wounded. Ouchie. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to attempt to resist <laughs> to see if he can somehow evade catching on fire. This is going to be a really poor roll for him. It's going to be hard. But your weapon is on fire. And it's a reasonable assumption that maybe you could ignite these torches and then he could potentially burn himself. Remember, a torch only does 1d10 plus 1 damage. So but You said um, there was three of them. There's two. Oh. You don't, it's not additive. It doesn't work that way. Um, so, I'm going to attempt to resist. Let's see what happens. Then we'll make a coordination to be in your favor. So he's a 15% chance. Okay. Um, I roll... I roll a critical failure. I roll a zero, zero, zero. I can't... I'm serious. I'll roll everything in front of you if you want. We're rolling criticals like fucking crazy tonight. It's been that evening. So, uh, roll 2d10 plus 10. Two. Okay, that's 22 points. And then for the for the injury... Oh, uh, I didn't get in. Don't roll injury yet. Uh, let me moderately... Oh wait, twenty-two. 
Yeah, twenty-two. Um, it's 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 now currently burning on fire, as the torchbearer has been slain. Nice. One of those one of those guys off the table. We like this. One torchbearer has been brought to the slaughter. I'm coming for you next, brass dildo. Flapping around. So who who is after you? Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, the, the is the yellow the horse? No. Okay, the yellow is the horse. Sorry. <laughs> the storm horse canters around. Is <laughs> 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 running toward running toward um toward the um, the paladin. The paladin. And the paladin mounts it of as course. it rushes by. Do we get an opportunity to Somebody on? does. It's either going to be... Not me. It's going to be Pipistrella, or it's going to be... Well, you. Pipistrella would love to take this. Yeah. I would like to take it, too. Okay, go for it. Alright. What are you attacking with? Plunge mace. Nice. Okay, the mace is in hand. Uh, difficulty? Sorry. It's okay. It's, uh, it's challenging. Oh, sorry, routine, my apologies. I missed. Oh. Whoa. Nothing happens. Uh, <laughs> the horse comes back around, and the brass pal is mounted once again to remove the yellow dot. That <laughs> used all of his action points. Hustle, and use an additional action point to take somebody with you, and the mount, done. So... Uh, it is now a Spillicent's turn. I'm flailing about. That's right. You need to escape a chokehold. Okay. And when you try to escape, it is... God, this is terrible. Um, it's a flip to fail, and it's standard. Standard, um, athletics to escape. Okay. Athletics. Attempt to try again if you like with the fortune point. Because if you don't succeed, your turn is over. You can do nothing else. Which you're kind of chokehold. 49! Ah! Oh, you cannot escape its grasp. If spell sent, your turn is over. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm just dangling in the air. Who's up next? Uh, the husks. Oh, are next. yes. Will we remove one more off? Uh, you do every red dot. The husks are kind of embattled with the highwayman. You see one of the highwaymen fall. I have a little piece of chip. You can see the flash of um, Sybil's sword as he is readying another like pot of oil and trying to light to get the end though the thing lit so he can get the next one caught on fire. Tomah, it's your turn. Okay. This thing in front of me that is a torchbearer, I'm guessing. It is a torchbearer, and right. in one in one hand, it has a spillicent around the throat as a spillicent's trying to escape. In the other hand, it's kind of wrenching over its hand, head like this. Okay. I will attempt a takedown on this guy. I'm trying to okay. communicate with you with my language, but no one knows my language, so it just looks like I'm doing this. <laughs> uh, it's going to be a uh, standard test. Okay. Uh, so it's athletics or coordination. Okay. 
15. That is a success. Nice. Okay. Let's see if it can resist. I don't think it's going to be very hot. That's 47. I missed. So, uh, as Spillicent, you were immediately dropped to the ground. Yes. And the Torchbearer drops to the ground, too. As you're both now prone. And now I will crush him. Now I will crush him. Crush him, please. Uh, what will you crush him with? Blanche Mace. Okay. It's a routine to strike him when he's on the ground. All right. 71% chance to succeed. And that is a success. Oh, crash right into it. One for being on the ground. And one for weapon. So that is... Uh, it is lightly wounded. You strike these kind of like hardened flesh. This hide armor literally made of like hardened human flesh. Uh, that's still buzzing with gnats and flies. It's still curing in places. Powerful, like, push it too. That uh, can't push it when it's on the ground. So, um. I just wanted to get it out of that square. Yeah. <laughs> it's on the ground. Um. So let's. Uh, what are you gonna do that? What are you going down? Mm. Spent two AP so far. Can I help Espillicent up? So get up this two AP. If you want to do it for somebody else, you can spend an additional action point. Do you have a skill rank coordination? Um, no. Okay, there's three AP to do it. Three AP. All right. <coughs> um. If you spend fortune points, you can do it. Three AP. Yeah. So I only have one. I only have one AP. So I spent two AP to help her. Not a very good option. Um, I'm gonna bank my last AP. I think. Okay. I don't really have a really good option. You, I mean, you broke the choke a little bit. Yeah. That's the important thing. Yeah. 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 I'm very say, thankful. I'm gonna say I'm done and move on. To so, Espillison, I'm gonna give you a choice. Okay. You can either act now, and we will move you down the initiative ladder. Or you can simply wait until your next turn. What would you like to do? I'd like to act. Okay. Go ahead and place a spellcent beneath Toma. And move the red dot below her, obviously. So just move the initiative ladder down a little bit. Yeah, so I think it's pretty fair. You knock somebody out of a chokehold, they they lost their turn, you get to take their turn. Why not? Hmm? Yeah, your option. So I'm gonna get up. Okay, get up the, do you have a skill ranking coordination? one skill in coordination. I do. Nice, you can get up for one AP instead. So as Spill said, you come up to your feet. You were not armed with your weapon, though. Right. Where, um, what would that, what is that one? It costs grab? one AP to interact. Just to grab a weapon. Inter so interact to grab a weapon. Okay, so I'm going to use my second AP to grab my weapon. Okay, now your staff is in hand. Um... And he's right in front of me? Yeah, the uh, the torchbearer is literally lying on the ground, fully exposed, as you see. As, I'm going to uh, do a melee attack. Nice. Okay. It's going to be a standard test for you. Okay. Time to... That's a, that's that's a hit. A hit. Okay. Roll damage. Uh, it's normally 1d6 plus your brawn. It's now 2d6 instead Ooh. because it's on the ground. Ooh. Yeah, when you hit somebody on the ground, you just roll 1d6. Uh, 5, 6. 4, 5, 6. And then add your brawn. Was there a 6 Ten. in there? 
No. No, oh. two, two. Oh, oh sorry, I thought I just heard no. six. I was like, roll that six again. Five, six. Ten. Ten. Nice. Okay. Uh, it is now moderately wounded. Let's see if you actually caught. If you see if you injure it, roll one d six. If you chaos die, if you roll a six, it's injured. Five. Okay. The torch bear is now moderately wounded. <sighs> As you are uh, whittling it away. Anything else you wish to do? A spell set? Um, I think that's all I've got. Okay. So yep. who's next? On the oh yeah. Um, next is the red dot. Red dot. Okay. <laughs> the well, the husks is dispatched once again. Husk. And we turn next to Pipistrella. All right, Pipistrella, seeing what's happening here, doesn't want to go after the uh, brass paladin all by herself, mm-hmm. and still filled with the um, the the first secret of Soma. Uh, she's going to still be yelling at the top of her lungs and she's going to yell some madness about, um, you know, go back to uh, the custodian and, and give her what was stolen from her as uh, she'll uh, hustle for one AP and then try and bring the rock down on in the general area of the head of this thing. Oh yeah. Crush. Yeah. Gah! So it's routine to strike. Yes. <laughs> routine to strike. I didn't want to make it sound like a cold shot. Yeah. Right. I, I, I down on the head of this thing. And then, um, Bearish. Yeah. Uh, so routine would be 61. And the 68 won't do it. Do we have any? We do. Okay. Go for it. Let's try. I, I like the Soma Snorton. Uh-huh. <laughs> you all of a sudden um, like Pipistrilla yeah. a little bit more. A 58. Yes, that will do it. So that's nice. a success. Rock back. So 1d6 <laughs> for on the ground, 1d6 for the weapon, 1d6 for Selma. Yep. Nice. The first yeah, secret. I got I think I'm going to have to break it. So we can all right, there's a 6. So Woo-hoo. 7 plus 6 is 13. Plus two is 15, plus six is 21. Ooh. Torch bear is quieted. <laughs> Crash! As you bring it down, the, it is dispatched. Yes, queen. I give Leaving. you what was stolen, mother. <laughs> <laughs> Leaving only uh, the husks and the brass paladin. Anything else you wish to do, Ms. Trella? Uh, she will hold on to this rock as it is like her new meaning of life and she will bank that AP. <laughs> uh, no, actually uh, this seems more appropriate. She's going to say um, this is ours. We are doing holy work. We are going to send the, them back um, and so that she will not be robbed as she's going to attempt to inspire everyone. Nice. Uh, go ahead. It's good. We got the damage condition track. <laughs> Lightly wounded. Okay. Uh, it's going to be routine. Routine. The rock moving pip is already inspired. Yeah. So. <laughs> uh, leadership routine is fellowship. Um, so it'll be 59 flip to fail. And a 75 won't do it. Uh, it would have if it The words would. are inspiring, but not really inspiring. <laughs> they don't lift anyone's spirits. They're just really good words. Um, anything else you wish to do with Pistrella? No, that was her last action point. The torchbearers have been all been brought to slaughter, leaving only the brass paladin. And you see, as he swings up on the horse from the horn of the saddle, he lifts the visor of his helmet, and you can see these like 
pool of darkness where his face should be, an absence of flesh and everything else. And he raises his sword as he levels it out, and he will make one last desperate charge into the fray. She got confident. Yeah. So he he hustles forward toward Pipistrella. Um, and this, this this the brass paladin brings his sword down. Um, and I'll roll this in front of you just in case. Um, I pr- I should. I roll ninety three. So the first thing, whoosh over your head. I will re-roll for a misfortune point. At least Aaron has to climb. The pot. Yep. Okay. Small victory. Oh. That's a hit. Okay. So. I mean, (laughs) it's like 80 or below. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) It is happening. I'm lucky to get that, uh, (laughs) you know, fortune point. So he hustled. He made a melee attack. Ugh. Seven, eight... 15 damage with the sword. Uh, as she is uh, seriously wounded. Okay. As this happens, a splinter of the blade remains inside you as you lower your damage condition track by minus one. Yeah. Uh, and you're rolling for serious? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, it's a vicious weapon, so I roll 3d6. Uh, no sixes. Oh, serious? Yep. Okay, roll percentiles. Spend a misfortune point. Will his last desperate attack? What will he leave behind? Uh, sixty-nine. <laughs> nice. <laughs> serious, you said? <laughs> yeah. Seriously? <laughs> wow. <laughs> Every time. Uh. <laughs> You immediately gain six corruption as you were knocked off your feet. Man. You, my friend, are shell-shocked. Okay. Until recuperated, you cannot add more than you cannot add more than one 1d6 fury night of damage. Oh man. Mm-hmm. So you see Pipistrella fall to the ground. Simon the Small, I come for thee! As he says, as he uses his next action to move 18 on his horseback, oh. provoking an opportunity attack from either one of you, if you wish. Uh, sure, sure. So, let's see what happens here. Just standard? Yep. Uh, no, it's routine because it's opportunity attack. Okay, so 78%. 70 will hit. Roll damage. Uh, can I add punishing? <laughs> Absolutely, you can. All right. If you use, well, you have any action points banked? I do. I banked an action point. Nice. So yes, you can. Six, uh-huh. fourteen. Twenty. Holy shit! <laughs> oh, whoa, 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 whoa! Oh no! Turn that up. Uh oh! Spending a fortune point for more damage. So that's eleven. <laughs> oh. Ah. Uh. 11, 6, 17. <laughs> oh, well. Something. 
Yeah, he technically revivified, so I'm not going to put a ring on him. Um, but he already revivified, and you took rings off. I, did I? Yeah, I think, I think it started I did. with the rest. Right. So, I moderately, so seriously, roll uh, 2d6. Ah, let's go ahead and give him an injury. You want to spend a fortune point to do I that? I do, and I want to set him on fire for so, 3D. one moment. So here's your choice. I'm going to set him on fire. <laughs> Before you make a choice. I'm uh, going to set him on fire. Trust me. You'll want to make a choice here. So here's what you can do. You can either set him on fire. You can unhorse him. Or you disarm him. Fire's 3d10. Fire. <laughs> the man is filled with a strange netherworld power as the fire bursts forth all around his armor and he continues his travel through the encampment unabated by the flame. 25 points of fire. I rolled two tens. The brass paladin, bits and pieces of his armor and left behind in his wake, is moving through the encampment. Clovis, it's your turn. Oh. I'm going to charge and <laughs> And right. I'm moving back so there's no holes. That's right. There's no you're not moving toward the uh, toward the runes at all. Mm-hmm. You're just in pursuit of the brass paladin as he's coming to the as he's traveling west after Simon the Small. He is currently seriously wounded. What do you want to do? Uh I'm going to attack. With a melee, just a melee attack. Yeah. Wait. Still exposed. Still widely exposed. Okay, that's what I thought. I just want to make sure it's still exposed. So, then yeah, just regular attack. That hits. Nice. And so for charge and extra. So you charge forward, and he still has Widowmaker in his hand, and I have these misfortune points here. So he's an attempt to parry, and he's on horseback. I thought you said he was. <clears throat> Go ahead. So, I'll roll in front of you. Just, this is good for me to roll in front of you for this. 60% chance. 72! He didn't parry! Roll damage. Nice. How many of those do we got? Well, that's a 6, one. and so I'm going to spend another one to roll, make this a 6, too. Nice. So 12. I'm going to make one of these into a 6. You can't do that. You okay. only spend one coin. Dang it. But did you use punishing? Oh, I didn't use punishing. I didn't use punishing. Well, you so charged. Twelve. And you melee attack. Five, seventeen. So if you spend a coin, punishing. you can spend a coin to add. I still have the additional point. actual point. You charged and you okay. made a melee attack. Yeah, so if you, you want to spend a coin, spend you can do coin, that. Yeah. Okay, then there's another. So seventeen and five and then six. So seventeen. Twenty-eight. Okay, so. What happens as he's brought to the slaughter? <laughs> I'm gonna light him on. I'm just gonna stab. Once he falls off, I'm gonna take my Zoyander and I'm gonna 
stab it through his heart and leave it in there and let it just catch the rest of his rotted corpse on fire. Nice. As he drops off of his horse, he drops off his horse, and the horse continues bounding through the encampment as it bolts off into the distance. The uh, the brass paladin is brought low, and as you draw the blade through his heart, there's this moment where there's nothing. Like, there's nothing for the sword to bite into as you see his armor in flesh and darkness just turn into this strange scintillating mist and swirl around and the wind carries it away. The only thing that's left behind is his sword that still has blood all over it. Widowmaker remains behind. You... And you, Pipistrella and Clovis, still feel the sting of the splinters of Widowmaker in you. So uh, what I'd like for you to do, uh, I'm going to give this to both of you. Uh, uh, how many times were you hit by him, Tim? Once. Once. Okay. And the same thing. Here's, here's a sting of, uh, the sting of Widowmaker. You have one as well, Mr. Like, where do I put it? Yeah, let's put it on, uh, put it over on your side of your character sheet. Okay. So he literally just dissipates into mist. And the sword drops to the ground. Don't you look it. around. <laughs> the husks have been brought to the slaughter as softly kindling and burning on the edge of the ruins. Grab that sword. <laughs> uh, Do it. gets up and runs over towards the the essentially suit of armor that's there, yelling at the top of her lungs. There's no armor. Right. Everything, Everything. is gone. Okay. Well, she runs. Sword. She yeah. runs over there, yelling and like screaming at the top of her lungs at the mist. What happened to him? What happened to him? I'm gonna pull my sword out. Yeah, you you bit the ground. And you kind of pull the blade out of where the the where the mitten has fallen across the land. She's not talking to you. She talks to the mist, like is right. yelling at okay. the mist. What happened? I'm to just him? confused. So yeah. I'm just. I'm just looking up, like. Um. Where did where did where did it go? No. No. I'm going to saunter over there. Uh, do we need to go help the uh, high woman? I'm going to snap back into military duty. You can see that they're kind of crowded around something or someone. Okay, I'm going to stop sauntering and go back the other way. Gonna... I'll put my... I'll just put a hand on Pip. Come on, Pip. That's all we can do. <sighs> what? Welcome to Galeon. I'll just just turn her around and head towards the higher women. Yeah, the higher women are crowded around. You're guessing at first one of the dams, and you realize, kind of standing beneath a pillar, like leaning against it, is Sybil. And Sybil has all these deep contusions. The arm has been broken backwards, and he is dead. Sybil has been slain. 
your one card's dead. <laughs> well. I don't know if that monster's gone or not. I don't think well, he is. Well, if one thing's true, he knows to fear us now. Him that's the purpose, really. You're we'll shell-shocked, right? We'll bring him low again if it comes to it. Yeah. I'm going to pull out my rug, gut, take a rip, and just hand it over. <laughs> I don't even know. Look at the high woman. You boys did all right. They kind of look am- among one another. They don't look right to you. The highwaymen? We'll draw the session to a close. Okay, everyone. Uh, oh, cliffhanger. Maybe, uh. Oh, wow. So everyone unlocks, um, unlock one, um, and unlock another ability, which is nice. Um, I think we had a lot of corruption tonight, at least for those who took this, to use the Soma. I think only Adam did. Yep. Oh. Uh, but I, okay, I still is, got corruption. It is a matter of whether or not I gain two chaos ranks tonight. Yeah. I got screen death. You said unlock an ability? We'll cover that in just a moment. Okay. Uh, that one. So, um, let's, uh, so what's your corruption roll? Corruption roll for tonight. I need to roll that. Is four. I gain one chaos rank. Oh, I have one. zero, so I mean, I'll No, I gain two. Four. Never mind. Oh, God. I gain two. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. So, out of curiosity, you want to take Widowmaker? I want to take Widowmaker. That's why I was sauntering over there. I'm like, I want that thing. Uh, I don't want it. It's yours. It's curse. I got Betty. I'll, I'm... I'll pat my my <laughs> hand on my side. So, if you pick four. up that... Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, how many did you gain at all? Did you gain any corruption this session? No. So you gain a. a you can. Wait. Choose. You can choose now. No, I don't. Yes. Yeah, choose. You didn't gain any. Right that's right. You didn't gain it. Yes. Yeah. So I, my corruption tracker is now at four, and I can choose to go up one on either side. Oh, yes. yes. Um, and it, the that will go away because the roll has been made. So that's a zero. You, you're supposed to mark that before he rolls. And then, um, or wait, no, no. Because he rolled a four, it doesn't matter. Because you didn't gain any points whatsoever, you get to choose. The roll doesn't matter to you for this game session. Okay. Yeah. So you got order or chaos up to you. <sighs> Sorry. I know, right? I'm take a shower too because I worked in the yard. Um, I would, yeah, okay. Hit the sweaty head. What's that? I'm sorry. Um, I was working the yard before it came over. Oh man. Um, so let's wrap up the session. Um, let's go around the table. Uh, wow, that that turned to combat pretty quick. That was <laughs> I was not expecting that. Thank you. I built terrain just in case, but um, you had I, all that I, terrain built, Dan. You know. Well, I went into this preparing for. Because if I went to Nick, he was going to do the same. I would prepare for best <laughs> case, worst case scenario. <laughs> Um, unfortunately, you kind of missed out on some story stuff, but that's okay. <laughs> you got a cursed sword if you want to take it. I don't um, want it. Uh, he keeps trying to warn you, but you just seem not to be listening. Yeah. Well, you can make that Tell decision between sessions. Somebody else may take it. We'll I'm find out. Good. 
Like it will be your end. Or you can have fun. I already wrote it down. Oh, yeah, you're going to have lots of fun. <laughs> I cannot tell you what it does until you ensconce it. That's the drawback with Sacred Remnants. You will not know their effects until you ensconce them. Oh, so this thing has to be ensconced too. Crazy. Yep. Okay. What type of weapon is it? It can be either a simple or a martial melee weapon. Okay. What, what I just picked up? Okay, I, I have it in my inventory. I grabbed it. Yeah. Can't do anything with it until you just balance it. That means you have to give up your series Ren. Um, so, let's talk about the session. <laughs> what about it? I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We fought. We, we killed. So, I, I really wasn't expecting him. I, I really thought he was going to get away. Uh, he he did something that I wanted to do but wasn't sure if I could since I'm so new but I I wanted to start some stuff. Yeah. I I was really stoked that you did that. Why weren't you You can Why always, didn't you why didn't you think you were able to do something? Cuz I'm super new and nervous. You can always start stuff. <laughs> Consider I've started this. shit so many times. <laughs> yeah, real real quick game mechanics. Just a quick point of clarification. So if you're unsure mechanically what to do, narratively choose something and I will yeah. tell you what it costs an AP. Okay. Yeah. That's it. That's a sure and, and that happens all the time at the table. Mm-hmm. All the time for all of us. Sometimes so, we want to do some sort of action that we don't really we're not really sure what yeah. the skill is or yeah. something like that. We're just like, this is what I want to do, and then we'll adjudicate it from there. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I will say, uh, I don't think we have a lot of time left, so I'll just go to wrap it up here real quick. I will say that if those spells weren't cast, this would have been very different. That would have been yeah. slaughter. Uh, there was, there, yeah, that, was that would have been, it would have been a very, very difficult battle. Even with the decision I made narratively to remove uh, husks for every, every, every round. Essentially. It was nice not to have to track so much stuff for you, I'm sure. Yeah, that's why <laughs> That's why I'm so adamant about this initiative ladder thing. It saves me so much time. It saves you frustration when you get skipped over. It's in your hands. It's not in mine. Okay. Shared load. Works out better. Um, yeah, mechanically, uh, I, have to, I have to roll Widowmaker's stats. I have to roll Widowmaker's right. rolls in front of you. Can't tell you why unless she chooses to ensconce the weapon. Um, so we'll just, um, I think we didn't really have a lot of opportunity to interact today uh, because we had a pretty short session, but um, maybe next week or the week thereafter. Hey there, viewers. If you like what you're seeing, take the next step. Head on over to our Patreon where we create content for Zweihander and other games. Just go to grimandperilous.com and click on the Patreon button. Thanks.